Bears country. Where is it? everyone on draft I should say the schedule release night no I'm we're all we've all been anticipating this because we want to see what's going on with the schedule what games we can go to when Chris Watts can get out here with his GoFundMe that we're, we've set up for him so uh, it's and I'm, me personally guys uh, I am happy that we are not going overseas because I just don't like when that happens I feel like it's a drain on the players and in the it's, it makes it harder for us to win, and it seems like we usually lose. It, that might be wrong, but it just seems like it. So, guys, I mean, how are you guys doing tonight? Thanks for joining us again, man. Everybody here tonight. Okay. It is. DJ Foster. We've got uh, good? Triple R is over on Swifty's network right now, hanging out with him. He'll be back here in just a moment. And then Jake DK might hop over there to hang out with him for a minute. Foster and I were over there. PJ was over there. So, uh, yeah, man, we're, it's, we're, we're Swifty's an awesome dude. So it's nice uh, getting to talk with him. I, I thought the schedule actually wasn't coming out until 8 o'clock. So when I went over on his channel, I felt like a – an idiot because I, I didn't know what the schedule was, but yeah, it was uh, eight o'clock uh, Eastern. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Somebody got Swifty show on because that's all I can hear through everything you're saying. Is Could be. Uh, what do you guys feel about the them not having to go overseas? I, I'm happy. I'm like you, man. I, this is just not the time for it. We got to get this team together. They don't need any more distractions. There's already enough, you know. Mm -hmm. It's it's time, and I uh, I'll bring that up later. I was going to just quote Alan Williams, but it's it's time to to get this thing going from the ground up. We started this a year ago. We don't need this distraction right now, so I'm happy that we're not going over there. You know, mm -hmm. I am too. But we should we should have acknowledge the chat here. Marcus, thanks for joining us tonight, Mister Mayhem. Thank you for joining us tonight, Cliff. Where's the meatloaf, man? Oops, sorry, you got you run that shit, Foster. Doug Van Dorn. I have too many streams open. <laughs> Cliff, Tampa tickets for flying off the board. Man, I just snagged a couple of my wife is psyched. That is awesome, man. That's too early in the season for me to be down there, but damn, that would have been fun to go to the Bucks game if it was later in the season. Anyway, around the horn, J2K, how are you doing tonight, man? Oh, I'm doing well. And to answer your, uh, your, your question, I actually liked the idea of going overseas because uh, that's a home game for the Chiefs. But we, you know, Bears are popular over there. So I could have seen that being kind of a split or even possibly a, a home crowd for us. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. We'll be yeah. there next year. Yeah. Right. Leo cool. Factor, what's up? Mo Beerman. Chips Ahoy, boy. Thanks for joining us, man. How do you feel about that, PJ? Oh, I feel um, 
I'm kind of like with you and uh, Foster. I kind of like the fact that we're not going over there based on the fact that it seems like we don't always play our best. And then when we come back, seem like we're not up to speed so far and ready to go. So, yeah, I agree with J2K. Yeah, we do have a good fan base over there. But our actual playing over there, or it could have been the fact that we actually, when we played the Raiders, we were like, yeah. uh, we flew over there late. I think we flew over there like that day before, something crazy like that, that probably messed us up. But yeah, I just don't like, yeah, I don't like that. It seems like it throws off their whole rhythm and their whole timing to where not only do we mess up in that game, it seems like we mess up the game after too. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, I think we all got a little PTSD from that Raiders game. Right. They, they pretty much thumped us. Yeah, I have PTSD from just about every Raiders game. I thought that we had a losing record against them, but we're actually tied eight and eight in the series. So the next winner wins. They're gonna they're gonna lead the series of us. Hard to believe we've only, we've only played each other sixteen times, but yeah. it seems like every time we play the Raiders, it's just a weird game. You know, yeah. like the last time it was overseas, and they just shut down Khalil Mack. And I remember being a kid watching him play the Raiders, and it felt like there was a penalty. It was like they had the Bears had like 24 penalties, and the Raiders had one or something ridiculous like that. I'm, I'm over exaggerating, but it's every time the Bears did something good in that game, it got overturned. And I just remember being like 15 years old and just however old I was, and just being that upset about that game. And it seems like every game is kind of like that. So I yeah, Raiders. I think I, I think the 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 issue for me was more so the way Nagy really handled that last game because it was a game that we should have won. And it seemed like the way he went about doing everything that week was just off for me. It's like, dude, what are you doing? So, yeah, I'm glad those days are behind us with his, oh, let me create, let me create this super play that I don't think nobody can ever defend. Although I never practice it, I'm going to sit there and put it out there for the guys to do. The Oompa Loompa. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, dude. And hey, Dan, was that game you were talking about when you were 15? Was was the Raiders quarterback Vince Evans? No. I don't know if you remember or not. No. I, I thought we Vince played Evans. a game against the Raiders when they had a quarterback, Vince Evans, who was on the Bears. Correct. Right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I don't know if yeah. that was that game, but that was a, a game I remember from like my childhood too. Yes. That, yes. So, so that game, I didn't realize that. So that, so if I was fifteen, that would have been, that would have been like late eighties. Was Vince? Man, he might have been the quarterback of that team. He was on the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that game. I remember that game exactly. J two K. Yeah. What's up, Triple R? Yeah. Hey, Trips. Good, man. You know, uh, Foster remembers when they created the car. <laughs> PJ, I, I just read an article that you were playing dice for Christ Robes. Are you guys both like the same damn age? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. You got me by a little bit there. But look at all that white hair on him. And, uh, see, I don't have that much white hair. Oh, here's a funny story real quick. So my buddy's watching our show from last week, and I happened to show him the show. He's like, oh, 
goes, who is this old fuck fucking saying all this fucking shit? What's he fucking going off about? I'm like, who are you talking about? It's like one of my best friends. We live together. We work together. I'm like, dude, that's fucking me. <laughs> he goes, oh, my God, you look terrible. I said, well, I lived with you and I've known you for 40 years. That would explain some of it. So, Joe Mysek, I know you're listening tonight because I know after yesterday's conversation, you son of a bitch. Sorry. No offense, Mrs. Mysek. <laughs> Triple R Fosser remembers when they created fire. <laughs> I created it. That Triple R, man, what do you think about the Bears playing overseas? Are you glad that they didn't get that game? Man, I don't know. I was just uh, dipped over real quick with uh, Swifty on the Swift Sports Network, and he's going to be over in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about the schedule briefly, but didn't talk about the travel aspect of it. And now from the the, the fan aspect – I'm not really mad because those foreign games be on different hours and it'd be fucking with me. Mm-hmm. And as far as the player aspect, I'm not mad because they don't have to, you know, do that traveling and have that wear and tear of that, you know, extra unnecessary headache, mm-hmm. you know, but these Thursday night games, I don't know. Cause that's, that's not, a, that's not enough days in between what they have to put their bodies through to be playing again. You know, travel is one thing that can be dealt with, but the the close proximity of these back-to-back games is too damn dangerous, in my opinion. What do you think? I agree. That just kind of gave me an idea. What would, you know, the NFL would be, well, it might not, well, it might work if they, if they, if they made a Saturday game and they had the teams that were playing on the following Thursday play on a Saturday instead of a Sunday. Give them an extra day of rest. They don't want to well, interfere with the college football. That's what I was right. thinking. You know, you're messing with that college football money, and they don't, yeah. they don't, they don't play that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think they're contracted to like not play on Saturdays until college is just about done. Same right. with Friday. They can't play on Fridays because of high school football. Oh. And that's a contractual agreement. Okay, that makes oh. sense then. Um, we were talking about the Raiders, too, when you popped in, Triple uh, R, and about just how odd those games are. And, and the last one that they played overseas, they did – They that's, I, I believe that being correct, they only had like a day from when they got there, and they played like a day later or two days later, whereas they didn't have a few days to recover from jet lag and practice and stuff. So that that's another reason why I worry about those games. I, I don't think they do that anymore, but – I think they did that the last time the Bears played there. Could be wrong, but I think that's you guys. You guys mentioned it. Yeah, I think I think uh, one of the benefits to uh, Triple R's part point is uh, because we have a good rotation. It won't be as much wear on tear like we would have like where players playing the whole game. But because of, I mean, defense wise, offensive wise, yeah, those linemen play the whole game still, but. I think that's, that that would be one thing that could benefit us. I agree. Um, so we have the schedule here. We might as well pull it up here and talk about it. So I did want to point out, since we're talking about um, travel, mm-hmm. I did read somewhere that said that we have the second least travel miles of any team this year, schedule-wise. And we're tied with the least amount of 
time zone changes. So mm-hmm. it looks like a pretty doable, not, I wouldn't say it's an easy schedule because you never know. Right. But it looks like it's it's relatively light compared to last season. Um, and manageable. Yeah, manageable. Yeah. And then you add in the factor that you know we're not traveling as far. I think I think that's a huge bonus. I agree. Uh, I, I'll say this: I think you know the fact that we have what uh, nine nine road games this year because the AFC is uh, the one with the home games this year. So we got nine road games, and then there was a tough stretch we got where we playing four out of our five away games. So that, that's going to be a tough stretch. I mean, I ain't saying that necessarily the team's going to be all that tough, but just to play four out of five weeks on the road is going to be kind of tough. That is going to be tough. That is always tough. I had a very strange feeling that they were going to give us Green Bay first this year. Seems like they always do that, though. Yeah, that's probably why I had a very strange feeling about it. <laughs> Strange normal feeling. Well, but my mind went to they're going to want to pump up this Jordan Love, Justin Fields new rivalry thing, you know? Hey, Swifty's in the, Swifty's in the chat. What's up, Swifty? What's up, Swifty? What is up, Swifty? Thanks for, thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for having us on your show tonight, Swifty. You, man. Truly, truly, truly respect, man. Thank you. Much respect. Much love. So, um... Green Bay, week one at home. Go ahead, what Foster. Do you, what do you think about that? Say it again, Dan. Green Bay, week one at home. What do you think about that? The schedule <laughs> was made. I, you know what? That's that's. I'm I'm kind of happy that because now we're going to see Jordan Love against Justin Fields, Packers Bears. Yeah. So what's that going to be? And there, you know what? It's I, I got to pause because all, all these years that I, every time you hear Green Bay coming to Chicago and you cringe, you know. Mm-hmm. I hope I don't ever have to do that again, man. I'm I'm I, I really want I want I can't wait to see preseason and what we shake out to be because I I don't I don't know how to even judge that game, man. I I'm I'm, I'm I got a feeling that the Bears are that's that's a that's a W for the Bears because they're here. Wouldn't that be sweet if we could start the season by beating the Packers in Soldier Field? Yes, it would be. I mean, you know, it'd be, uh, be just a huge start and, and a, such an uplifting. Uh, just we're, we we need to be prepared for this, and we need to, to to just be on our game and do the things with man with the players we've acquired. Going to be a lot better than last year, man. I said that last week. It's got to be a lot. It's got to be a lot better, and it's going to be a lot better. I'll let you guys go. I'm going to right now. Go I'll say the Bears win by nine on that first game. Insane because I know nothing. But mm-hmm. uh, who's up? You're up. Go ahead, Triple R. All right. Well, let's uh, start off the season in 2023 the right way by ripping off the Band-Aid and facing these goddamn Packers. Now, granted, it's you know minus Aaron Rodgers, but whatever. It's not the Green Bay Aaron Rodgers, it's the Green Bay Packers. And now it's the era, uh, Jordan Love era, you know, and let's hope some of these new D linemen get some of that, you know, fresh young love. Pause. <laughs> but let's hope that, you know, they, they get in that 
getting that ass the way that you know gays wouldn't approve of. Yeah. You know, get in there because mm-hmm. we will have that young exuberance. You know, the Packers won't have film on the defense yet to know what's coming, what's expected. That hot new, you know, secondary is going to be flying around every place. All these D linemen are going to be flying around. Uh, Love is going to have his first time in the game, and he's going to just, ah, and the Bears are going to get in that ass. Next. (laughs) (laughs) Well said, PJ, or Triple R. You're up next, PJ. (laughs) Um. I'm wondering whether or not it's going to be like Trey Lance was his first game with San Francisco against us last year. I think him being the man, he's going to be a little bit nervous. Uh, what are you doing, Foster? <laughs> I missed it. I was looking away. I ended up with the squeaky chair, so I was trying to switch the chair out without going <laughs> I thought you was trying to like pull out some fish bites. I was making sure it wasn't the same. I got the right chair. Sorry. I, I thought you was pulling out some fish bites. I don't know. But anyway, all right. Uh, no spaghetti though. No spaghetti. Yeah. It's, it's fish chips. It's mastacholi, anyways, man. Sorry. So I so I think that yeah, it'd be a very winnable game for us. Uh, I, I'm curious to see whether or not we just jump on them from the start. You know, just jump on them and force. Jordan love to have to throw the ball to where they can get out of that game plan of wanting to run it and then do the play action pass for us to get him in a position where he has to try to win it with his arm. And I think we have a good enough second secondary to take advantage of that. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys. One thing I would point out is I do think Green Bay's defense is really good. And I think they're going to, protect love in that first game and like leo factor said it's going to be loud in in our stadium so i could see them running the ball a lot um trying to contain fields as much as they can i think it might actually be kind of a a slugfest because generally in the first three to four games um the passing offense isn't always a clicking for for a lot of teams um you kind of have some teams that, like, they figured it out early, but other teams catch on. Sometimes teams start out slow. They just don't have that connection yet. So I, I think it will be a close game. I would say we pull out the win, um, but I'm not overly optimistic because I do think Green Bay has a very good defense. Yeah, that's where my trepidation comes in is the defense, and I remember – having a huge sigh of relief when Brett Favre fucked off and Aaron Rodgers took over the guy that I laughed my ass off at when they drafted him because I thought he was going to be a complete bust. <laughs> and uh, I just, um, I, I worry about thinking that way again. So naturally, I think it's just, it's, it's out of habit to have this trepidation that, my God, if, if that if, if this next regime of quarterback uh, is if, – if, if their plan of what they do with sitting quarterbacks for that period of time and then letting them go when, when their Hall of Famer retires works again on this guy, that's, that's going to make me – I mean, all of us completely sick to our stomach, right? So I, I, the trepidation I do have is that, man, I hope that this guy is not 
we did see that the games he played in last year with the new receivers, he, he seemed to almost build a, a better chemistry with Christian Watson than Aaron Rodgers did. That kind of worries me. Um, and I do, they do have a, a, a good defense, JTK. And Love has been in that system for quite a while now, whereas now we're just seeing, you know, um, Justin Fields in the same system for two years or going into his second year in a row. And now he's got to, he's got to develop the chemistry with his, you know, new receivers and stuff. Um, I'm, the Claypool thing will be nice because they are, they already had half the season to work on that. DJ Moore, I, I believe they will get there. Somebody asked earlier, how long do we think it'll take chemistry to build? And I think, you know, last year I thought right out of the gates we would have him because nobody would know what our offense was, was like, so they wouldn't know how to defend it. And we would come out of the gates winning a few games that we shouldn't have won. And it, I, technically against the Niners, we kind of did. But this, I mean, I, I think we're going to win this Packers game. I really do. I just, I'm hesitant to say that because I'm so jaded by this whole, you know, two, two uh, or what is it, almost three decades of Hall of Fame quarterback play. Yeah, I don't think we got to wor worry about it this year. I think they're tanking for Wimby. Oh, uh, maybe. I don't know. I was going to say, uh, Swifty, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head that we, we can't just assume that Jordan Love is garbage. Right. 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 He's been sitting on the bench for a little while, and he played well in the games he played in last year. Seemed yeah, to develop I'm, that chemistry. I, I don't think he's garbage, but I don't think he's the type of player right now to carry a team on his back. So the point I'm – that's why I was saying if we can jump on them early mm -hmm. uh, and force him to become one-dimensional, I think we can then take advantage of that. I like that. Let's go on, let's get on to week two. So then we're at the Buccaneers. What do the Buccaneers have at quarterback now? Uh, Mayfield, right? Baker? Baker. And Trask. And Trask, yeah. I'm not as down on Baker as everybody else is. No. But he's I think he's a good bet quarterback. Yeah, he's not that terrible. But he's also learning a new system again. So by this point in the season, this – is this a win almost? I think that's a win. Anybody else? Yeah, I would say it's an easy matchup. Yeah. I thought it was going in order. Are we not going in order here? Oh, yeah, we should go in order. Go ahead, Foster. No, we're out. We're uh, the Tampa game? Yeah. I think I, I'm marking, I've already got that as a win in my, in my book. So. Uh, didn't we talk about this? Because it's in Tampa. I think the biggest factor first is going to be dealing with the heat. Are the guys conditioned properly? Um, it's early in the season, so we might. I mean, it should still be pretty warm when you get down there in week two of the season, man. It's going to be warm. I remember seeing games all from like the 70s throughout where we'd go to Tampa Bay and be all in, in – uh, September or even October, and it'd be 102 degrees on the field, and everybody's dying. So I got us winning. I'm just worried, and we did talk about this. I'm worried about the heat factor with this game. That's about it, really. Triple R? Trips? Yeah, I will say that I went to a game a few years back in Jacksonville early in the season, and the humidity, oh, my God. So anything in Florida and – 
August, September is going to be a a battle to stay hydrated. But seeing how though that yuck that Yuccaneer team is in a flux, the defense is getting kind of old. They lost White, the linebacker, so they're in a little turmoil. Their offense, who knows what the hell that's going to look like. You know, Trask, are we really afraid of him? Are we really afraid of Baker? You know, so I see the the Bears taking that one. My, my thoughts are, one, Baker being in the new offense. Two, them having a new offensive coordinator who got to try to figure out what he's doing with the players he has. Um, and honestly, I don't know how I feel about Todd Bowles being a head coach. I mean, I thought he's a good or a great, uh, good defensive coordinator, but head coach wise, um, jury's still out in my opinion. So yeah, the heat will be a factor, but it's a little bit cooler than it is than what Miami offers. Miami's heat is different than Tampa Bay's heat. So uh, I would say that's a win for me. Uh, might be a close game, though. Uh, I don't expect us to really blow them out, but for the reasons I stated, so that's now two wins for me so far. Yeah, I think um, I I am not I'm not as um, I don't know excited about this game as a win. Um, I do think Baker learns offenses pretty quickly. He's been through a lot of offensive coordinators. When he did play for the Rams, I think it was like less than two days with a playbook. And then he came in and, I mean, he balled out. So, granted, I think the team's kind of like on that downward slope where they're, they're aging. And I don't know how much they filled up over the offseason. So, I could see that as, as a win. Um yeah, and the heat, I think, is an issue. But uh, comparatively to what you were saying in Miami, that Miami stadium is actually built where the away team is in the sun. Yeah. And they designed yeah. that intentionally. I almost think that's a little unfair, to be honest. <laughs> so, well, whatever. Um, but I would call this a, a W. Cool. So are, you, are we all at 2-0 then? I think so. Okay. Um. You know, just to add, just to add to that, definitely Miami is. I don't even know how anyone could play for Miami. It is so disgusting down there as far as the humidity. It's just like myself. My friends live in the Keys, and I visit them, and I just it's January, and I'm melting. So I couldn't even imagine what it would be like in in July or August or September. You know, so. Um, but what I to what you both were saying or what you guys were saying is that I think earlier in the season going down to Tampa because we still have some humidity and warm air up in Chicago that I think that's better served in the beginning of the season. If they go down there in December, I'd be a lot more worried about that game at that point. I don't think it would be that bad in December yeah, down there. I go the other way with you. That's true because it it is definitely better than Miami. But the, the Bears lost uh, when they were, what, 13-0 and 85 to Miami? Yep. Yeah, Down that was that. a rainy night, though. That's I don't true. think that had much to do with the uh, weather. That was more so the quick passes. That was Dan Marino. Just yeah. That was, that was uh, 
well, Buddy being real stubborn and not changing his defense up is a lot of what that was. If you go back and look at that game, yeah, did the bag them till they had a really good him. defensive game plan for that. Yeah. Hey, what was it like offensive when, uh, game planning for that defense? What was it like when Harris coached there, uh, Foster? <laughs> well, you want nineteen twenty one or nineteen fifty two? Which year? Different coach, uh, right? He was there for both. I was trying to figure out. It matters. Going. We we won a lot of damn games uh, until about sixty three, yeah. and then we started having a real problem where we couldn't win shit. There's your answer. That was his last championship, wasn't it? Nineteen sixty three. That's the, that was the last change. Wait, 61 was the Blackhawks. 63 was the Bears' last championship till 85. Yeah. Was it, was if you look at the history, really from about 1921 to 50, 1920 to 1952, Bears were king that whole time. Yeah. We're up there every season. But and that, I think we only won one championship per, per decade, though. No, go, look, go look at the 40s. You better go look at the 1940s before you say that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we was only winning. I know there's at least three championships in the 40s. Early 40s, too, going into that. But but the team, if you go back literally from 21 and you look at their record, go look at the records because they're right there. Almost almost every season they were a potential playoff team, if not a playoff team. Well, they only had about, what, eight teams in the league, right? No, you need to go back and look. Go back back and pull. There there was a time, I think there was like 26 teams in the NFL in the 30s or the 40s. Go back and – there's well, a video on the history of the NFL. There were so many teams, it's ridiculous. That's why I was asking you, man, because I know you was there. I was wondering what the ticket price was like. <laughs> Two cents, a nickel. My favorite team was the Columbus Yellow Jackets. <laughs> it's a real team, man. They played in the NFL for one season or three quarters of a season, I think, and folded. Oh, man. There's a lot of teams. There's a, go back. On YouTube, there's a vis- video the history of NFL teams. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. It's about 35 the, minutes, man. It'll, the give you, is, the, the it'll Bears take have, you from 1920 to present with every single team and where they played. The Bears have the second most championships in the NFL next to the Packers. Championships. Yes. And it pisses me off that they started doing this Super Bowl after the merger, and then they, and then that's when the Packers started getting good, and they named the damn trophy after Lombardi. Like, come on. So how many they should have named it after Hallis just for the fact. How many championships do, does the Bears have? I think eight, and I think the, the Packers have nine or 11. It might be one or two more than the – let's see. All-time NFL championships. We should probably say hi to Chad or get back into the schedule. Yeah, so let's bring up the, the next game, Kansas City. You guys think that Kansas City is um, a beatable game here in Kansas City? I just think – I think we're going to learn a lot of things about this team in that game. And, and I'm not going to mark it down as a win. Um, mm-hmm. that'll, be, that'll be a nice test for the Bears to see where they stand, especially in, in week three, because they'll, they'll get a good gauge early on what, what this whole year's been about, you know, when we go through the minis and, and then in the training camp and everything in preseason. By week three, you count the preseason games plus the training camp, they should have a pretty good idea what they're going to be doing. I mean, I'm not saying everything's going to be all perfect, but they should have a pretty decent idea what they're capable of after those first two games. And I, I don't see them winning this, but I think it's one of those games where we keep it to, to one score, maybe nine points at the most. 
because we're, we're gonna we're gonna be in a lot more of those games this year like last year but i think we're gonna win a lot more of them yeah well this one is just it's it's about gauging this bears team is where it's at this early in the rebuild it's a it'll be a good team to gauge where we are at i'll, I'll just leave it at that i'll leave it real simple trips triple awesome. trips i'm thinking um Theor flat out, Kansas City right now would kick this Bears team's ass. But the hangover of coming off what they're coming over and the cockiness that they have of just being able to turn it on when it's time to win, I can see them, Kansas City, them being sleepwalking through the first half of the season. Whereas knowing that going up against the defending Super Bowl champs is a good lit test to see where your team is that every team you know bears included will be geared up to give you know their best efforts and so i could see you know the chiefs sleepwalking through it and the bears going like hey rah rah giving their best game and winning it out but realistically their offense is far more superior their defense even with new pieces retooling is more experienced and gets more pressure. So I see that as a Chiefs win. J2K? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Chiefs win. Um, I think it's going to be a game that's much like Miami game last year where we were in that game, but we just couldn't stop them at all. <laughs> And they just constantly were leading the game. Even though we, we would catch up, we'd get close, they would just go down and score on us. So I, I see that as similar um, to KC. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think Fields will play well, and he's kind of my X factor for the whole season. Um, but I just don't think we can keep up with their scoring ability. Yeah, I think that's I, I agree with you on that. It, not very many teams can, you know, even the best of them can't. So that, I have that as a loss too. So I think we're all at three and one now. I, I kind of like to know what you guys in chat think. You guys think we're going to beat? Are you guys with us? Are we are we uh, two and one right now? Did PJ so get a chance to voice? I'm sorry. You did not, PJ. I, I apologize. That's all right. Shorty Flex forgetting about me. You know, you, I was, you know me. what? I, I pulled up a different screen so I couldn't see you guys, and I forgot what order you were in. <laughs> he'll, call, he'll call me and talk on the phone to me for like eight hours, but now he don't want to talk to me on the air, so that's all right. <laughs> no, no, PJ, his red you light just right. his red light just went on from polls because you just called him, right? <laughs> well, you know, I, I had to let him know. Yeah, see, I talked to you for like eighteen hours the other day, so we, we, I don't need to talk to you right now. All right, so uh, moving on to the next. <laughs> <laughs> PJ's the guy I always pull out. That's your thing. <laughs> uh, KC, I think that's going to be our first game that we're playing the afternoon game, uh, the later game. So I think that's probably be a little bit of an adjustment for us. Uh, being on the road in Kansas City with that crowd, I hate to say it, but yeah, I don't see it too much as a win for us. I did. I think it's going to be, and Mahomes still playing with that chip on his shoulder as well. So it's going to be a tough one. 
I agree. I think we're all we're all at uh, two and one right now. What, and what did you guys chat? I'd love to know what you think. We're all two and one right now. Can we all agree on that. I think what the, I seen this one for in the chat. It was Swifty. He said, uh, "F you, Dan." Oh, <laughs> I, got, I got him on his own show though. <laughs> he's 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 gonna hop in with the link I sent him just to get me back though. That fucker. I know he will. <laughs> all right. So we all so. got what the Bears two and one so far. Yeah, two and one. Yep. So here's another game that kind of worries me is the Broncos. That's another game. I kind of, I kind of put that in the same category as the Raiders. Whenever we play them, it's just, I don't know, like that Tim Tebow game where um, I forget his name, the running back ran out of bounds when he shouldn't have at, at the end of the game and we lost it. I was actually oh, at yeah. that game. Yeah. So Marion Barber. Yeah. Thank you. JTK. Marion Barber. I was at that game. The bears were winning. And I wanted it to beat uh, to beat traffic, so we left with like two minutes to go or something. And then I hear it in the car that they had lost. I'm like, "Are you kidding? What?" <laughs> so this game kind of worries me. I think I'll kind of go last. I'll, I kind of want to hear what you guys have to say about this matchup before I make my uh, decision on this one. You're muted, Foster. You're muted, Foster. You're still muted, Foster. Yeah, I am. Which game are we on? Because I had to turn my attention to something else here. The Broncos at home. <laughs> oh, I had this pegged a minute. That was like the first game I looked at and said, win. I'm not kidding you because it's the first. When they put the schedule up, Denver was the first symbol they had for the home game. So, I, you know what? I haven't even looked at I don't even know what's going on in Denver. I've heard some crazy stuff over the last – prior to the draft. I, I forgot what's what there with uh, – so quarterback is uh, Wilson. He's had problems. Couldn't do, couldn't do anything right with them last year. They brought in the new coach. I don't even know what to think of that team because it's kind of a mess. It reminds me of like how the Bears were for twenty years, man. A mess. So I, I'm counting that as a win. I haven't looked at the team or any of that stuff yet at all. I just looked at that and I knew bits and pieces of what's going on in Denver, and I'm I'm assuming they're not going to be ready for this season. But you never know. But I. Like I said, man, I immediately put chalk that up as a W. So right now I got him going three and one. Trips. I'm thinking um, Sean Payton's just getting out there with Russell Wilson. It's going to take them, you know, a few games to get that offense rolling and on the same page. You know, I think our un our young and athletic defense can overcome that. And as far as defenses um, for Denver, didn't they lose a couple of what uh, defensive tackles and linebackers? So they're retooling a little bit, not that they were very good to begin with. So I could see this as a victory for the Bears. Cool. cool. Okay. PJ? Um, I think um, we're playing at home, am I correct? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I, I see us as a victory. Uh, Sean Payton still trying to uh, get his uh, system incorporated there. Uh, yeah, I don't know what well, they still got. Those are three wide receivers. Am I correct? Don't they suddenly? And they got Marvin Mims. I mean, he's a rookie, but they did add to their wide receiver core as well. And who's their running back? They're still uh, the one guy. Um, 
came from us came from the Chargers. Gordon is he's their running back? Melvin Gordon. Yeah. I don't. I actually don't think so. I don't remember what his contract was. That was a couple of years ago, though. Yeah. So I think I think I think it'll be a victory for us. So I'm at three and one. Yeah, I'm at three and one. I think Sean Payton's the X factor. Uh, yes. He really builds a good team, and he's a damn good offensive coordinator. So I think he could figure out Russell Wilson. I think it could be a close game, but I do think they also they did lose some guys on defense. Um, they were actually pretty good on defense last year. Their offense was just so bad that it kind of compounded and made their defense look worse. Um, now, as far as I think we're kind of around three and one, but I'm still 50-50 on that Packers game. Hmm. So I, I might think – might be safe to call it two and two for on my end at the moment. Hmm. Oh, now you're backtracking there. All right. I'm, well, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just joking. I'm just giving his take. I, I, I wonder who Jordan Love is myself. Some stuff looks great, other stuff looks like crap. Which one's the real guy? Jordan Love's the quarterback for uh, Green Bay. Yeah, and they've, they've got a good running game, and I don't know if our defensive line is going to be ready game one to stop the running game of Green Bay. And they've always had a good offensive lineman. They're just – their offensive line coach is – coaches, actually, are really damn good. But but for now, I mean, we could say three and one, two and two, but I think we're still starting the season off pretty good. Yeah. I um, I've taken all of your um, comments into account, and it being a home game, I th- think I'm going to give that a win because uh, of all the things you guys stated. We, Sean Payton is the X factor in this, but how quickly is he going to get that together by game four? And if we're if we're really starting to roll by then. Which I think I think Justin Fields is going to come out of the gate this year like a like gangbusters, and we might even be able to put up some points with with the Chiefs because of him. But uh, that's why I think this game we're gonna I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call this a win. So I'm gonna say three and one now too with you guys. Nice. This actually might be the most pivotal game because if we can get back up to like a winning record and not fall five hundred or below. It could probably do real well for the spirits of the team at this point. Exactly. Yes, I agree. And going into the next game yep. against Washington. Yep. Yes. Yes. Which, which is Thursday night again in Washington this year. Mm. We switched it from last year. They returned the favor. Mm-hmm. So, so, so go ahead, Foster. On this this game, I you know I'm a big Ron Rivera fan, guys. I always have been. I wanted him before we got rid of Nagy. I wanted him as the coach of the Bears because he was really you know done with Carolina. Um, but anyways, you know it didn't happen, so I digress. But but this game, you know how their defense is, man. They got the guys on defense. We know that. We saw it, and we still did a good number on them last year. But again, we came up short, and we came up short because of our 
a combination of defense and offense in that game, if I remember correctly, because they didn't have a great offense either. I remember watching Wentz. that game and I didn't. What? Didn't they have Carson Wentz? Yep, Carson Wentz. But I remember watching that game and going to myself, I'm like, man, there's going to be four teams in it from the NFC East and Vinny Parisi and Frank on their show. We're talking about baseball, and they said no way. I think there was four – or did I say three teams or four? I don't know, but I was right, whatever I said. It just happened to be the wrong teams. Because I pictured Washington after we played them last year. I said, that's a playoff team. They're a quarterback away, and that was last year, man, in my eyes, from what I saw. And you saw what they did the rest of the season. So this game I got a 50-50 on, man. I do. I just – I, I got to throw the, the wrench in there. Who's quarterbacking and how prepared are they for Washington? Because that might be the determining factor. But also, our defense is going to be way better than it was last year when we won it, when we played them. So um, I'm going to give the Bears the edge on this. So now I'm calling them four and one. And Chips Ahoy, boy, instead of putting W's, give us your record. Because I got a bunch of W's in the chat, but I don't I don't know if you're three and one or two and two. I think he's three I'll and one. I'll finish there. Go ahead, Trips. Washington is a. Uh... X factor because their defensive line, that you know, two hundred million dollar cap eating monster, is going to put on pressure just naturally. That's who they are. And offensively, we would, you know, normally be able to write them off easily. But you know, with Eric the enemy going there, who I think is really a overlooked offensive brain, who knows what he's going to have that team doing out there. Because they're hungry, and, you know, Chico has them hungry, and I think he's on hot seat, so he's going to have them motivated. So that's – I'm going to, as a homer, go a Bears victory, but that's really up in the air right now because it's just too early to know what they are. Mm-hmm. What do you think, PJ? Um, I think it's going to be the revenge game for Chase Young. Um uh, Going back to Washington and uh, and playing against the uh, Commanders, I, I think he's going to have a great game there. Uh, so I, I see us winning that one. Um, yeah, but they do have a good de- defensive front. You know, their uh, three defensive alignments pretty decent. I say three, not four. Got to, got to throw Chase Young in there, though, right, PJ? No, Chase Young will be on the Bears by the end. That's why he's on there. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me now. Follow me. All right. But yeah, uh, I think I think we we be all right. Um, their quarterback is uh, Sam Howell or something like that. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I think we might be because of that Broncos game and like I said, get get the roll in there. I think yeah, we're gonna start a roll right there. So I'm far more optimistic about this game, I think, than you guys. I think it's going to be a coming out party for Justin Fields. I think it's going to be nationally televised. Now, they have a great defensive line, but they drafted – didn't they draft two corners this year early because their two. cornerback sucked? Two. Yep. Two of them. And, it's going to be, and I think this is going to be right around the time where Justin Fields and, and DJ Moore are going to be clicking. You know, I said it takes about three, four games for offenses to really start clicking – and and knowing what everybody's doing and, and getting getting smooth with it, so yeah, I I think this is going to be 
a huge coming out party for Fields. It's going to be nationally televised. I think we're going to blow them out. I think we're going to be the talk of the week. Everybody's going to be on the, on the Justin Fields hype train. Um, I really like Sam Howell from North Carolina. But, I mean, I don't know if he would be a starting caliber quarterback. And, I mean, he's going into this, I mean, not with a lot on offense. You know, like they've got they've got a good running back mix, kind of a more of a committee. Um, I know they got Dotson on the outside. He's in his second year as a wide receiver. Um, He's nice. Yeah, I I definitely think this is going to be a huge game for us nationally televised. And we're going to get the W and everybody's going to be talking about us. Wow. I love it. You know, you look back at that take, J2K. Yeah, Yeah. I do, too. (laughs) Because, like you said, primetime game. Yeah, uh, that's those things have to be taken into account on this. You know, last year, we, uh, I think Swifty said it earlier, like it was the offense. Like we, that was the game we had like three or four goal line stances in that game and couldn't get a fucking touchdown out of it. And right. if had we scored just one of them, we would have won that game. So, I think that you're right that. That could be like as well as that defensive line played against us last year, and we we could have easily won that game if we would have scored all those goal line stances. Uh, you might be you might be onto something there, JTK. I'm going to call it a win too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're so collectively we're all at four and one now, huh? Is that a little is that a little uh, homerish? Well, well <laughs> that's well, why I'm kind of saying I might backtrack on that first Green Bay game yeah. and maybe or or maybe the Bucks or the Broncos sneak up on us. Right. You know, three and two, four and one. I, I'm comfortable with those two. Either or, yep. I'll take them. Yeah, I don't think we'll start off 0-2. I think uh, that Green Bay game, we're going to jump on that because we might be looking at knowing that, hey, we got to get this one before we play KC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well Marcus, Marcus agrees with you, J2K. Howell isn't him, man. Yeah. So up next we have the Vikings at home, and <laughs> I don't know. Go, I'll let, go ahead, Foster. Take it away. <laughs> I was just gonna finish off the Swifty straighten me out on that. It was our offense in that game. He said. Yeah. Because we didn't we score like thirteen points. Right. And we yeah, could have scored cool. like. 27 in my yeah. eyes or something like right. that. I, mean, like I know, I know we could have scored more. It was at so least okay, sorry. Go back to that game, Swifty. Let me look at that real quick. You're, you're, yeah, we beat scared. ourselves in that Washington yeah. game. Yeah, absolutely. We did it in a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Over players, right? We don't have the same personnel as last year. Exactly. Is that where uh, Fields overthrew that tight end for that easy touchdown? Yep. Mooney with the drop. Just too yeah. many, too many miscues and mistakes. Wins no. lowering his shoulder to Roshan, or not Rose to uh, Roquan. Mm-hmm. Remember that, and he dropped the shoulder off. <laughs> Man, and, and he also said they still don't have a QB, but they really didn't have a QB either. Wentz sucks. Sorry, he sucks. Yeah, go back, go to the next yeah. game. Man, I forgot. Uh, it's the Vikings. We're in a Vikes game, right? The Vikings, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Vikings at and home, this, and this one's at home. <sighs> 
the, the Vikings, I, I don't I don't know who's going to show up from one week to one week, especially Kirk Cousins. I mean, I think he's gotten a little better over the last couple of seasons. But I just I don't know which guy's going to be there, man. He's like a Jekyll and Hyde. And, and we know we know they got great offensive capability with the weapons that they have. Um, I forgot who they just picked up in the draft. I know hopefully J2K will bring that up. Is it Addison? Yeah, yeah, Addison. So, I mean, they've added another – Another another outside weapon. Uh, what's the defense going to play like on Minnesota this year? I have a question with that. I, I know some of the names, not enough. Bears are at home. I'm strictly going to give them give them the win on the home because I am not informed enough on the Vikings this year. Um, and oh, you know what? I'm, I'm they're going to win that game. That's week six. We ought to be running a pretty good, decent machine by week six. I'm not going to say all cylinders are running perfect. We might be. We'll probably be need to be fiddling with it all season. So I, I Bears will win that game by ten points. Who what am I talking about, man? I know what I'm talking about, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> what are you talking about? He just talked himself into it. <laughs> I just talked myself into the Bears winning by ten. So what do you think of that shit? Man. I hope they win by twenty now because I fucking hate the Vikings too. Triple R man, what do you think? It's like everybody says, the Vikings are just so, such a mystery wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in a riddle. You know, Kirk Cousins, do you like that? You know, it's like, all right, prime time, his huevos just shrink all up like he just got out the cold pool. But then all he got to do is get the ball out to Jefferson or Addison, and those guys are just weapons. You know, their defense, their defensive line and linebacker core and safeties and cornerbacks aren't all that, so their defense can be had. But mm-hmm. at any time, that offense can put up 30. So it just depends on who shows up, you know. So right now, I'm going to defer to it being a victory for the Vikings just based on their um, being – further along as a team than this Bears team, even though they may be on the decline. But for right now, that's the call. Um, Thank you there, Marcus. I I agree. Uh, Chase Young revenge game would be fun. Uh, But um, Minnesota. Minnesota is having a new defense this year because Donatel is no longer there. So it may take a while for them to click on the defensive side. Losing uh, Thielen uh, is going to hurt them. Um, So I think we should win at home. Uh, I think uh, much like Shorty said as far as, or was it J2K? Yeah, J2K. Fields having a breakout game against Washington. That momentum carries on. So I'm looking at what we're five and one now, but maybe at some point between the Broncos or Green Bay, we may lose one of those. So maybe four and two. But yeah, I think it's a, a victory against uh, Minnesota. I I'm not as optimistic. Um, wait, 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 wait. You just said that this is where where they their breakout game comes and they're going to start to build some momentum yeah now you're set wait i'll let you finish go ahead (laughs) it's washington with no quarterback (laughs) well i'm just saying i don't i don't know if i can guarantee a w in this however minnesota got old on defense 
They lost a lot of guys on defense. Uh, I don't even know who their starting cornerbacks are. Um, their Cook is old, old running back. They got Addison, but I mean, rookie wide receivers rarely break out. I mean, one or two may. Um, and he may do well because, you know, he's got Justin Jefferson on the other side. But the rest of that wide receiver group doesn't scare me too much. Um, Hawkinson, the tight end, I mean, I, I, he's all right. He's, he's good, but, I, you know, I, I don't think he's an explosive tight end. So I could see this as a W. The biggest X factor for me is Brian Flores, their uh, defensive coordinator, the, the new guy. And we're yeah, talking okay. about week six. And I really think he is a good defensive coordinator. I agree. So I think he might have that team kind of gelling and having some, you know, mishmash group of guys playing a little above their skill set. But if, and this is going back to you, Mr. Shorty, if I'm right that that Washington game is Fields coming out party, I think he very well could extend it to this game. And it could be a W, and we're 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 seeing Fields on a bit of a roll. The other thing here is there's like a mini bye week too, because we just played a Thursday night game. So Correct. if there is momentum built from that, he'll also have a little extra time to heal and and prepare. So yeah, I, I, I when you said that, uh, it's kind of that gave me a win here because I I think a win at home is easy. That's a game I. I I've seen a lot of wins at home against the Vikings. I mean, not only at the game, but I mean, you know, it just seems like we always, like we have a better advantage against the Vikings at home. So I'm going to go with a win too. Hmm. Let me let me interject real quick. I did forget about this, us coming off of a uh, mini buy because I think we do pretty good well coming off mini buys with this coaching staff because mm-hmm. I think they do a good job of making adjustments and what have you. So I'm all so I'm in a, I'm in agreement that I think we'll win based on that. But also to address Cliff in the chat, I thought Cliff said something about Cousins playing not playing well in prime time. This is not a prime time game. Am I correct? Right. This right. Is it's, not. A noon, it's a noon game. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. He, he he's a he's a high noon quarterback, but you put him in a freaking. You know, when the when the when the primetime lights come on, he fails. <laughs> I mean, look what look at the how good they were last year and right out of the playoffs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So let's get to the next game here. We have let's see. Uh, this is the game that worries me. Raiders at home. Uh, I'll let you guys um Talk me off a ledge before I go on that game. I just, I just don't like this game. I never liked Raiders games. It's a, it's a, it's a noon game at home, week seven. <clears throat> go ahead, Foster. I, I understand. I understand your hesitation with this game, Shorty. I've been watching this series for decades, and and these games just always amaze me. Yeah. Like you could go back to the game, and I think it was '76. We played in Soldier Field. I think we lost thirty-four to thirty-one. Peyton missed one play at a game and played on a sprained ankle the entire game. And we almost beat the future Super Bowl champions that season. I'll never forget that game. Watched it on CBS. Uh, but, yeah, they got they got a weird intertwining these two teams over 
the last five decades. Not that they played each other a lot, but strange things seem to happen. I mean, you guys all know about the the one game where where McMahon got his kidney lacerated and Ray Guy Ray Guy was going to be the third string quarterback and he wouldn't even go fucking behind the center to take the ball because he scared he was scared he was going to get his life taken from him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember all this shit, but I do. So, anyways, they got a really weird history. I think our biggest favor is they've just switched quarterbacks, um, and they got this new influx. Uh, so we were talking about this uh, three or four weeks ago. How what's his name from New England is going to come in and just fuck this team up because it seems that's what all these coaches do when they leave New England. Judgment game. So I'm looking at it with that angle. It's going to tilt the weird shit that happens in the Bears-Raiders games, and I'm not kidding, for four decades that I can remember. It's going to tilt it in the Bears' favor. This is going to be their last. They're going to start unbelievably. I, I could be wrong about a game, but they're going to unbelievably start this season at 6-1, and 5-2 and two in my eyes, literally. So I think they'll win this game just because of what, what the big shakeup. You know, like they're – they, they changed everything. They tossed their quarterback. I, I can't remember who else they got. They don't have some of the guys that they had because we even took Billings. I, I know they lost three or four other players. It might even be more than that. J2K might know. Um, but I'm going Bears all the way on this game because I just don't see them being ready. Uh, I see them being disorganized, man. Hmm. With, with You know, they're like – it's kind of like reminds me of the Bears last year. They had new quarterback – in another system, I, I know it's kind of this. It's not exactly the same, but it's not like a huge difference. But he's still got to learn some stuff. That's so Garoppolo. Again, you've got, you've got these guys coming. Go ahead. What? That's Garoppolo going back with McDaniel's. Yeah. Right, but it's it's still who who does he have? I, I know he's got Adams on the outside, but he has no chemistry with any of these guys. We've talked about a little bit of chemistry before. He's really got. He's, he's, he's got great chemistry with the coaching staff. Or, he's got the Bonte like, Adams, though. Daniels, but that doesn't translate into production on the field regarding, you know, working out with these players, especially he's going to have to get he's going to have to get in big shape because between losing their tight end and, and a couple of defensive guys, I know they lost somebody else on their offense. Um, look at who they drafted even, didn't they? Oh, yeah, they lost, they lost their uh, tight end, right? Yes. He's yeah. huge, man. I wanted yeah. him. I mean, that guy's just. He could be tight end or a wide receiver. He's big enough and fast enough to play either one. Right. Um, so they're they're kind of in a jumble. They're 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 probably in my eyes. I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if they bear, if they win six or seven games just because of what's going on. But then I got to throw one other thing in because I said this last year to start the game against Frisco. I said who's I asked my buddy who's playing quarterback in this game, and as soon as he said it wasn't Garoppolo, I'm like Bears will win because Lance just is not the guy. He's not the guy. Uh, I'm going to give the edge to the Bears on this. They're at home, and then and then after this, I, I don't know if it's next week or the week after we start going through some shady shit, but we'll see what Triple R thinks, man. Yeah, I think uh, Raiders and Jimmy G, all right, who's going to be your quarterback? Because Jimmy G might last a quarter or two <laughs> before, you know, he's down for the season on IR. <laughs> and then, you know, they lost the big tight end. They lost um, – you know, a couple key pieces along that defensive line. We got Billings. Their offense is not really consistent. They kept uh, – they franchised their uh, running back. The, he's yeah. good. Yep. But, you know, he's the – well, other than uh, Adams, 
you know, those are your threats that I'm aware of. So I could see this definitely being a Bears win. Okay, okay. I like hearing all this. I like hearing all this. All right, with the Raiders. Oh, PJ, sorry. It being at home, I'm I'm looking at a victory for us being at home. Uh, I think uh, also the fact that we're probably looking ahead to uh, the Chargers the next week, I think it's going to probably – it may be questionable, but uh, I think we can win. Because Garoppolo doesn't scare me. I think somebody else said that in the chat. Yeah, Garoppolo does not scare me at all. Uh, but Devontae Adams do. So he does scare me. Um, but I think we can come up with a good defense well enough to deal with him because I don't think they have any weapons as far as wideouts other than Devontae. Uh, Jacobs, he's a beast. So he, he'll be tough. Um their defense, they got good rushers in Chandler Jones and what's the guy with all the – Crosby, uh, guy with all the tattoos, Max Crosby. So they got some de- good defensive ends. Uh, so, yeah, I think – but I think we can uh, – I think we can get them at home. So um, they did pick up Jacoby Myers at wide receiver, who did play pretty well in New England. Um, oh, okay. okay, him, okay. Yeah, so okay. I do think they've got a good wide receiver core um, at the top. The thing, though, is that Garoppolo's arm is is done. He can't throw deep, and he's like Mr. Checkdown. And granted, he worked with um, uh, McDaniels in New England. And they, they're they're going to know a system. They're going to create something there. I think it's going to be a lot of underneath option routes. They put D- Devontae Adams. Uh, yes, Foster. You're on mute. You're on mute, Foster. <laughs> you're muted, man. What? Foster, All right, just, you're, just, you're done, Foster. Finish your thought, JT. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, McDaniels and Garoppolo, I think they're going to have some chemistry there to create some uh, a good – offensive game plan they still have uh jacobs who's a hell of a runner that offensive line isn't very good though and while they do have some good defensive ends i don't think that interior is that good or or nor is their cornerbacks so i think this actually is going to be a huge win for us and they they, i think they're going to be um methodical about their their offensive game plan they're going to run heavy, a lot of play action, a lot of short crossing option routes. Um, the other thing I want to add is that I think McDaniels absolutely destroys teams. What what he did in Denver was just a joke. Um, I know this is his second go at it, but the way he let, let Leatherwood just kind of I didn't like the way he handled Leatherwood over there, how he, how he kind of moved them around. And, you know, he, he moved them around because other guys got injured and didn't really play to Leatherwood's strengths or, or offer him a chance to grow. Now, I might be wrong. Leatherwood might have some issues that's not making him a good pro. But I think game, what is this, game seven? I mean, we're kind of getting into the meat of the season here. 
And I would not be surprised if Garoppolo's injured, McDaniels is losing the team, um, and we just go in and just blow them out. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I like what you're saying there. You all, you all have thought, kind of uh, turned me on to a win to this because the more I think about it as you guys are speaking, uh, Josh McDaniels is a fucking train wreck of a head coach. I mean, he lost half his team before half the season. I mean, I already I had read a story about someone who was saying that he um, he like brought brought everybody up in front of the entire team and like uh, reprimanded them in front of everybody for what they did wrong in the game, and he ended up losing half his team because of that. And that's probably that's a lot of the reason why Carr's no longer there. He couldn't do something with Carr, but he's going to go get Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, right. to your point, has a hard time staying healthy. But what does concern me, if he is healthy, is Devontae Adams, and that if that he works perfectly for a quarterback like Garoppolo, with the quick passes, getting him, with, you know, he runs routes so perfectly, that could work out. Um, but I, I don't think so in the long run. I think that. I just I don't have any faith in Josh McDaniels as a head coach, and uh, I think that this game is a win for me too. So, so I'm going in, Shorty. You still in everybody else's answers. You have to go first next. Uh, <laughs> well, hold on. I, I want I do want to pull this. I want to pull this up real quick for uh, retro in uh, chat saying he like he's got a man crush on uh, on Jimmy G. So let's just here here you go. Retro, that's for you, buddy. Go ahead and uh, you want to take a minute? I can leave that up so you can go. If you're on your phone, you can go in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Retro, try and hit the ceiling, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm up next to that because I, I'm feeding off your guys' hands. But the, literally, the, the Raiders, they're a team that always worries me because there always seems to be a lot of penalties when we play them. But, and, and they, they always, like the last time we played them was overseas. We lost when they completely shut down Mac again, different head coach, not, not very, definitely not sold on McDaniels, a new quarterback. Yeah. He does. He might know his system, but I'm, I'm not sure. I, I think, I think this is where we take the lead. Whereas now we're all the all time, uh, uh, record versus each other is eight and eight. So I think this is where we go nine and eight against the Raiders and we, we take the lead back. So yeah, that's, that's what I think. I'll, but I'll take this next win or this next, uh, this next team. And this is, so this is a Sunday night game against the chargers. Um, hmm. It's at the chargers Sunday night. This is another one of those games guys where, if, if Justin Fields, if he if he built up that momentum with the Commanders game, and then the Vikings win, and now he just beat the the, the, the Raiders, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to keep that momentum going, especially with a good team like this. I think they should have had more wins in the last couple of seasons. Didn't they lose? Didn't they miss the playoffs last season? No. Oh, okay. They played in the first round against uh, Jacksonville. Oh, okay. But they lost to Jacksonville. Yeah, that's what it was. So I don't know. I'm gonna. I, this is a, this is. I, I can't keep giving wins here. This is a loss for me. Boom. 
<laughs> I can't I, I can't keep homering homering it up for good faith. It's just <laughs> I'm a homer. You're a homer. Wouldn't you like to be a homer too? Come I'm on. Trying to keep record here. Did any of you guys have the Raiders as a loss? No, I don't think so. I'm okay. homering on Thursdays with you, PJ. Man. Only on Thursdays. <laughs> yeah. Where are you at? Are you did you finish your take there, Shorty, on the Chargers game? Yeah, yeah, I I have this as a loss. Yeah, I, I'm going to take it as a loss, too, because I just don't see them playing like last year with all the injuries and everything that happened last season. Mm -hmm. uh, we kind we kind of know what the Chargers are. We have a pretty good idea over the last couple seasons. Mm -hmm. we, we, we know what Herbert can be, right? I mean, mm -hmm. so I, I'm going to chalk this up as one of those losses. I think uh, even Matt and I were talking about a couple weeks ago, or was it last week or the week before when you pulled out the schedule and we both went, yeah, we know there's two losses in there right off the bat. This was one of mine, KC and San Diego. So mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the game he meant, but I'm, I'm taking it as a loss because I just don't, I don't, I don't see the, the coaching, the coaches either letting them, let let allowing them to play like they did last year. I'm not saying this right, guys. I can't spit it out of my mouth right. Um, I got to pee, guys. I'll, it, I'll be right back. It is basically, I yeah, go get, get the hell out of here. We don't need your ass. Uh, <laughs> you're only taking what the rest of us are saying and adding to it. Tell them, PJ. Tell them you get pulls on them if you don't straighten out. No, no, see, look, now you're taking everyone's going to say they lost. This is a loss because I did. So, well, now we're feeding off of you. I just thought I fucking I thought I'd just go down with the ball and chain and drown. But no, no, seriously, though, I mean. I have not looked at San Diego, but I'm sitting here right now and I'm going through last year, the games that I saw and what I remember and the prior season, I'm looking at that team. I just, I don't see them repeating the, the really, the season they had last year. I just don't see them repeating it. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm not sure about the offensive and defensive lines. I don't know who they're missing, what they've added. I know they had a ton of injuries last year. I just don't see them being the same team from last year. I see them as being the team from the year before and a little better. So that, that's where I'm at now. But we get closer to this game, I'll be looking at that for sure, man, because I, I like San Diego, man. They've never won anything. That's I'm, I'm the underdog guy. Seeing as though San Diego doesn't have a team, I guess you do like them. <laughs> You're right. The Chargers. So now that I said that, I don't like them because I forgot they're in L.A. <laughs> and I'm serious. I changed that quick. L.A. and New York don't like any team from either town. And it's not the people or the city or the places. It's the damn east-west coast media that's been screwing the teams over there that are in the middle of the country for the last 40 years. Because I've watched it happen, actually, since Monday Night Football came on the air, and that was in 1970. You know where I'm talking about, PJ. I bet. I remember. I bet you remember when the TV first started in 1950. <laughs> <laughs> Black and white. Yeah, because I had you holding the rabbit ears, damn it. <laughs> All right, Triple R. What what you got, Trips, on these Chargers, man? Man, the Chargers are a more evolved, developed team. And, you know, they had some injury concerns last year with Herbert. But I think, you know, if everybody's healthy, they would kick our ass. Damn. It's a loss. I got it as a loss. I didn't say kick ass, but you could be right. So stop it now. 
<laughs> That's all you got on him, man? Yeah, I mean, pretty uh, short and sweet because I don't know. You know, right now we don't know what these teams are. Right. And, you know, when we get to projecting this far ahead into the season, it's, eh, we kind of go on history and what we think they would be or can be or should be. Right. And just based on that, you know, those assumptions, I think that the Chargers are in a better position, you know, than the Bears are right now, just right. as team-wise. Okay. Um, I personally have L.A. Chargers winning based upon Brandon Staley uh, having a revenge game against us again, you know, being our ex-coach and we didn't hire him as our defensive coordinator or – or our head coach, so he probably have a little chip on his shoulder. If Mac is healthy and Bowles is healthy, I think they're going to cause problems for us. Um, so, yeah, I think L.A., uh, they drafted uh, Quentin Johnson, I think, in the first round, so their receiving core might be okay. I mean, they, they're, they're tall. Uh, Williams, uh, Quentin Johnson, and Keenan Allen, I think they're pretty tall. So I have... Los Angeles beating us in L.A. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think the Chargers, they're just, their roster is just so good. And for the amount of injuries, the injury, injury to Herbert, uh, playing three games, I think, with broken ribs, um, and how tough that division is, for them to still make the playoffs, I mean, that... And and they were really close in a lot of those games that they lost. Yeah. So I think just superior talent. If they don't get the injury bug, um, now if we do have some momentum from the last two games, I think we could keep this game close. Now this Agreed. is this is really a point in the season where, like, just like what Triple R is saying, we don't know who these teams are going to be at this point. Now, if Fields and Moore are lighting it up, our defensive tackles are creating some kind of pressure, forcing, stopping the run, helping out our defensive ends, if everything can kind of gel, it could be a close game. But at this point, this early on, just looking at their roster, I mean, it's they're just loaded. They really are. Yep. Do you see him being more like the team from two years ago as opposed to struggling in these games like last year? The Chargers, I mean. The Chargers? being yeah. From a few years ago, what do you mean? Well, two years ago, they was was it two years ago? Am I thinking wrong? When, when Herbert lit it up, man, and everybody found out what a star he was going to be. Yeah. Oh, when he was a rookie and he came in? Yeah, maybe I'm off, man, because I – No, you're, you're on. <laughs> Um, you're right. No, when he came in, it was so surprising how well he played so early as as a rookie. And just, I mean, he just stepped in and, and he just, I mean, he just nailed everything. He was um, far, far beyond his years, so to speak. And people were really surprised, especially because he's got this really laid back attitude. He's a Southern California kid. You know, I don't know if he likes to surf, but I kind of think he, he's like a surfer kind of guy, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I really believe in Herbert as a really good quarterback. Last year was really, really rough for him. But, yeah, like I'm saying, I think they're just – they're going to be on 
on one this season because of how hard last season was. I think they're really going to fight every single game. Um, I, you know, I think the Chargers going to go deep into the playoffs. Yeah, they were hard, and um, I'm sure they're going to go deep. Mm-hmm. Those, uh, those, afternoon, those afternoon West Coast games. <laughs> sorry, Lord, Lord, Lord. I missed it. I was just going to say those afternoon West Coast games that. Uh, we used to always watch are, are going to be great this year, man. Watching that that AFC West, dude, it's going to be some brutal yeah. battles in there. What did you guys say? Because I missed it, damn it! Because I opened my big mouth. Let it no, go. Oh, about- let it go with the big mouth. Can <laughs> you slide one in there again? You <laughs> slid one in there. Hard and deep. That's PJ. <laughs> no gagging He's waiting. That divorce is coming, man. It's just a keep a few more of them comments. I, I love that during the draft when you were going on J2K and he slipped one in there and you just kept you. You're like, yeah, it just went right over your head. And I'm like, 40 no, seconds I, in, you're like, oh, PJ. I got it, but I just was trying to get my point out. <laughs> Try to get your point out. Huh? Yep. <laughs> Here's another softball. (laughs) (laughs) It's like fart jokes with PJ. (laughs) (laughs) See, Matt Kedro was in the chat. Oh, Matt. What's up, Matt? I sent him a link if he wanted to hop on. Okay, I didn't know. I bet. You want him to hop on, huh? Are you not getting late enough in your uh, retirement, yes, PJ? <laughs> hey, hey, Dan, I'm going to have to take PJ for one of my runs. <laughs> oh. Oh. I don't want to go by no nursing homes or uh, foster like, hey, homes. I don't, even, I don't even want to tell you, PJ. I'm not, I don't, I, I, never mind. <laughs> foster's, t- foster's meeting of a good time. Let's go by to some nursing home and check out the girls. <laughs> Dude, that's that's only on Wednesday nights. I only do that once a week. Oh, I love playing bingo. Let's go. That's where you pick up the hotties, right? <laughs> only 70 and under, dude. I don't go up and get old stuff, you know? Swift, you saying PJ gets more ass than I do, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, definitely no. I'm not at my wife's at home. My wife's in 800 miles away. So, <laughs> so you. Uh, so, so what are you, so you going out with Susie and her uh, four friends? Huh? I was waiting for mm-hmm. that, PJ. What about Rosie Susie and her four friends? Yep. What about Rosie Palm, PJ? Rosie Palm, remember her? Yes. So what was the collective on that? Was that Chargers? Was that all lost? I think we all said Chargers win. We all said Bears win, Dan. It's your turn. No, I'm kidding. No, we. See, y'all took my lead on that and said Chargers lost, right? We wouldn't take your lead, but you know, we gave our answers. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank, thank you, PJ, because he thinks something else. I don't know what. (laughs) Okay, so that's a loss. I, I I think we can agree on that. And then uh, let's get to the next. Oh, and that's a Sunday night game. Yes, the Chargers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. Change of schedule. Um, we're flying there, so you got you got that. They're at home. That's mm-hmm. that be a real tough win. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, week week nine at the Saints. 
the New Orleans Saints. Derek Carr, quarterback. Do they still got Kamara? He's still on the team, right? They haven't gotten rid of him yet. Yep. So and look He's what they there. did. Look what they did last year with uh, with our old uh, the Red Rocket there. Mm-hmm. What did they win? They they could win that division with with Carter. But we're gonna we're, we're gonna win we're gonna win this game too, man. I don't care if it's in New Orleans. I just got a feeling we're gonna run down there and we're gonna roll over them in this game, man. People are gonna be disagree with me. I think on some points, but I don't. I don't see New Orleans. There's, I think they're still. Are they still recovering from the financial debacle from three years ago? Or are, are they finally out of the woods on on money money here? I don't even know who's on that team right now. I really don't. I didn't even look at their draft this year. I didn't even bother. Um, no, but going down there is always hard. I'm just. It, it is. I'm just going to take the Bears because we got a bunch of curtains coming on here now. I think I got them at like seven and one now. Six and two, seven and one, something like that. And, and I'll and I'll take that. I'd even take the what six and three after this game. I'll say, but I, I got him. I got him winning this game. Hmm. I do. I got him winning this game outright. Um, I just don't. Hmm. I don't know enough about New Orleans, man. I have not had time to look at any of these teams' drafts. I'm going on last year's stuff, really, right now. And I'm just being honest because I have not had the time to start looking at these the teams that we're going to play in the schedule. I mean. We all know Minnesota, Green Bay, and Detroit, but outside of that, there's been a bunch of changes, man. We know Kansas City is. We know who San Diego is. We think we know who Denver is. I'm, I'm going to give them a win, even though it's on the road, man. Okay. They're going to be they're going to be harder and harder to come by after the following week after this, because that next week game we better freaking win that. That's for our pick. I'll shut up. Go ahead, Trips. Derek Carr does not scare me as a quarterback. I have no idea who's on the rest of the Saints team, you know, like Foster was saying. But just based on that, I'm going Bears. Okay. I love the homerism. PJ is going to say Bears now, too, because he's a homer. I'm a homer. (laughs) You're a homer. Wouldn't you like to be a homer, too? Yes, I am a homer, man. Uh, I think um, this is – this is a start of four out of five in a row. Um, or actually, this is a second leg of four out of five in a row. So I'm not sure, man. I'm thinking we might actually catch an L here based on the fact that we going to have a short week, probably looking forward to um, Charlotte so or Carolina. Looking forward to them because we're going to play them on the Thursday coming up. So, yeah, I'm thinking we're going to kind of like drop the ball on this one with Derek Carr. and I think it'll be a tight game, but I just think we're going to kind of drop the ball on this one. You know, I actually completely agree with you, PJ. I think coming off of that Chargers game, uh, if we lose, which I think we will – if we lose bad, which we might, because right. all, the, all the cards are stacked against us at that Charger game, um, it's going to be all about how this team comes out of a loss or a bad loss. And their first, what I think their first bad loss of the season. So if they can gel, I think this game is, is winnable. <clears throat> but it's another away game. And we do have a pretty young roster. 
and we still don't have any defensive ends, and you never know one injury to an offensive lineman, and we're back to where we were last year. Um, I'm going to call this game a loss just because I don't want to over-homer the, 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 uh, the record. But I do think it's a very winnable game. It's just really going to be telling where we're at uh, in the season. I yeah. agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have this as a loss, too. Not because of anything that you guys said. Just right. Because of that right down there. 15 and 18 all-time versus the Saints. This is just I – always, I always have high hopes whenever we play them, and it seems to come out the wrong way. So and, and for all the reasons you guys talked about too, with now we there's so many wins here. It's like something's got to give, right? Is so. it kind of like diarrhea coming out the wrong way? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I have to respond to retro here. Hold on. You know, some say diarrhea ain't nothing but lube. Ain't nothing but what? Lube. Diarrhea ain't nothing but lube. <laughs> oh man! Oh, Foster, oh, what was Foster? What was the dinosaurs like? Well, they, they smelled a lot, but that's how I really was able to start fire. One of them, when one of them got struck by lightning, that's how I invented fire, dude. Did you ever ride the dinosaurs? Or? I did. I saddled them just like Cliff's meatloaf, man. <laughs> <laughs> Saddled that motherfucker up, got me a pair of spurs. I made them out of wood. <laughs> Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Yeah. That was the first football team, too, was the Gotham Dinosaurs. <laughs> 57 BC. I was there for the opening. Oh, boy. Let's get out of the next game. The Panthers. Yeah, let's get rolling on this so we can Week get to 10. our segment, and then we can fuck with all these bastards in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Carolina Panthers. This is man. I can't believe I'm. They're not going to be eight and one. I'm saying they're going to be eight and one. They're not going to be eight and one. Something's going to happen. But we got to we we got to win this game, man. Look at look at the Panthers. Who they picked up? What did they get? Like four guys this year in the draft. Four or five players in the draft. Five players total, I think. Okay, so they they're, got they're not going to. They're not going to be ready this year. They're going to be start getting. They're going to be ready and playing better by next year. Although, didn't didn't they have like a weren't they like a couple games under five hundred when they finished the season without really having a quarterback? And I think we discussed this. They got some weapons. They're not barren. I just don't see them ready. And I see, especially this late in the season, if you look back at some of my chats by week ten, Roshan Johnson is our starting running back. Full-time player, man. He's there two, three mm-hmm. downs every series in my eyes. I see that. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody mentioned about his shiftiness, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. I see the Bears taking this game because, like I stated, I don't see Carolina being ready. They're, they're where we were a year ago, right? I mean, if you look at it straight up, they got a rookie quarterback. Actually, we're probably in better shape a year. I take it back. They got a better roster than we had last year. But some of the talent is not as developed as some of our talent's going to be. We got a year or two years on some of the talent. But it's a win for the Bears. Um, I might be wrong with my winning all these games, but 
we got to win this game, man. It's going to affect our draft pick for next year. So I'm counting as a win. I could, I could see us losing maybe to that Green Bay game or that New Orleans game. But I don't think we're going to let this game get by because it's just too important, man. Just too important. And, again, they just started this rebuild. They got a rookie quarterback. So if, if he's not quarterback for them, who's their, who's their quarterback if Young isn't out there playing? Which by week 10, even if he doesn't start the season, he'll be out there by week 10. All they got to do is lose a few games. Andy Dalton. Dalton there? Yeah. Andy Dalton? Yep. Oh, that's right. I forgot they got him. I, I, I was like, somebody said, somebody mentioned, oh, you think they're playoff contenders now with Andy Dalton? And I'm going. This is, Foster, this is a Thursday night primetime game, too. Is it? At home. That that scares me because the Bears, I don't know what their primetime record is, but it has been crap most of my life. We were talking about that Chargers game, and I remembered one of their first games where the Dan Fouts ate them up like 38-7 to seven on a fucking Monday night. Terrible game for the Bears. They're going to win this one, though, man. I I, I could swap. I, I could change out, like you guys were talking about, everything that you guys brought up about New Orleans, especially J2K shifty. J2K had a lot of good points that I – I didn't. I kind of didn't look at him. So, but I'll I'll take this one as a definite win. I just don't think Carolina with this with their young they got some weapons, but with with a, a rookie quarterback, I don't. What I'd really like to find out is exactly who's on that line because didn't they lose two guards too? Not just one. I think they lost two guards. So that offensive line's going to be young or old, one of the two. I don't see it being in the middle. So I, I think we ought to be able to handle these guys easy and, and uh, right. turn that offense down. It's gonna, you know, we stopped the offense. All we got to do is score twenty points against them, and we should win that game. So that's where I'm at. What do you think, Trips? Uh, the defense in Carolina should be much better than their offense, but overall, I don't think their offense will be good enough to carry its own water that defense needs. So. That should be a victory for the Bears and increase that uh, Carolina draft position. I, th- I think it'll be a hard-fought game for, between the two of us. Um, hard-fought, but I think we will win uh, based on the fact of, yeah, Bryce Young is five foot ten, I think, and Dexter six foot six, uh, Pickens six foot four. We got big guys coming at him up the middle, so it'll be hard for him to see over that line. And we will pull out the victory. Victory! 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 Victor Roma. Man. Victor. Yeah, I think this is easily the most important non division game that we'll play all year. Considering draft pick, um, just a little bit of the, the backstory of, you know, trading. I think the media is going to hype this game up. It's prime time. We're coming off a short week. Like I said about um, playing the Saints, if, we, if we're gelling at this point in time or if we're struggling, you know, this game to me is a 50-50 game. And it's going to swing one way or another kind of how we're how well we handle Chargers loss, how we handle going to the Saints. Um I'd like to chalk this up as a win, but I really do like their coaching staff. And I don't think they're as bad as 
their record has has shown them to be. I'm going to call it a win. <laughs> All right. Victory. I am definitely. I am definitely. This is definitely a win for me because it's at home. It's on a primetime game on Thursday night. Um, it's after I think we all agreed to the loss for the Saints. Did anybody think we were going to beat the Saints? I forgot to get that. It was it that we all we all agreed it was a loss? Okay. No, I no, no, no. I said it was a win, dude. But okay. I said I'd switch that game with the Carolina game. Yeah. I just don't see us going. I had us going eight and one. It just ain't going to happen, man. It could, but I don't see it happening. Trips got us uh, beating uh, the Saints too, right, Trips? Yeah, I don't see what the Saints are offering as far as intimidation right now. So yeah. the, the Panthers, they're coming from a warm weather outdoor team. That's it's not that cold in November, but it'll be a home primetime game at night with literally their first pick in the draft on the line. You know, every loss counts to that team. So that's going to give them a lot of extra motivation. I just think they're going to be better prepared to win that game than the Panthers will be because if all things go well, their rookie quarterback will be playing by then, I would imagine, in their eyes. And if he's not, I'm not, I'm not real, I'm not scared of either quarterback, but Andy Dalton certainly doesn't, you know, scare me at all. So, they lost DJ Moore too. They lost somebody else, but they have. They only had five extra picks. They had. I, don't, I forget who they signed in free agency, but they do have a new head coach too. Miles so, Sanders and uh, and Thielen from the Vikings. They got those two okay. guys in uh, free agency. I think that's a win for me. All right. All right. Let's see. Who do we have Buddha. next? Here? We have. Oh, here we go. So now we have another – that was a Thursday night game. So now there's a – there's like another mini-buy here. And then we played Detroit at high noon. High noon. At Detroit. At, at Detroit. Detroit. High noon. All the crap that's been said the last year, couple years between Chicago and Detroit. And I'm not just talking about us and Don Burr, man. There's, yeah. there's interaction with the players on this, man, those, those two games. I'm going to mm-hmm. give this game to Detroit. I, all I right. just, we, we, we all know what's coming from Detroit. I mean, you we've watched them. We've watched what they've done the last two seasons, three seasons, stacking this team up. So they're at home. And this used to be the rule when I was younger. If, if you had, like, the, these divisional games, you could throw out all the records, man. It doesn't matter who's doing what. You could, I, And I've seen this where the Bears were, like, 0-5 and, and Detroit was 4-1. And the Bears kick their ass, you know. I've seen it both ways. So mm-hmm. these divisional games, it's it, they're tougher, you know. I, I got to throw out the record, but we've talked a bunch about Detroit over the last few months, man. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna I'm gonna give this game to Detroit because no, I'm not giving it to them. They're gonna earn a win at home. They they are pretty bound and destined to show something this year, especially after what what happened to them last year because they could have been in the playoffs and made a run last year. They really could have. Um, this okay. is Goff's last year on his contract, too, guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Triple R. What's up, Triple R? I'm going to go with Detroit simply because I think they're more advanced right now in the team building. They have a very young, hungry defense that got, 
you know, a nice influx of talent in the draft with Captain Jack from Iowa at linebacker. Then they got Branch for that crazy-ass trade with Green Bay. And he was considered, you know, one of the, if the top safety, you know, coming out. So, you know, in addition to the, um, what is his name, Hutchinson and the kid from Jackson State that was giving Braxton Jones the fits, you know, that defense is going to be eaten. Um, and offensively, they have weapons, but the question is golf. You know, he's the X factor. If he's decent, they're going to be, you know, a playoff team. If golf chokes on it, they're going to be in the hunt. But right now, I think they are ahead of we are, so I'll give that one to the Lions. Okay. All right. You guys both went with uh, the Lions there, so let me go with the Bears. I'm a homer. Okay, the Bears. After 10 days break, we uh be well-rested, well-practiced. Uh, we're going to have our stuff together. We're going to come into Detroit and look for Don Burr and smack all of the Lions. <laughs> Just smack them. Nice. Love it. I'm going to be a little more of a realist here. Um, well, like I'm kind of going, I think this, this there's this meat of the schedule that starts with the Chargers game, Saints and Panthers. Like I've been saying, if we lose badly to the Chargers, do we gel? Do we come back against the Saints and the Panthers? And I am looking a little ahead on the schedule, but I think our team's going to be looking ahead on our schedule as well because we've got three division games coming after what I think could be a tough stretch for us. We've got Lions, Vikings, and then Lions again. Mm. So this is really going to be where we, we make the playoffs or we don't. Mm. And I think this Lions game – is possibly going to be one of the most important divisional games we play all year. Um, I, I think the Lions are going to play well this year. Kind of have the Lions and the Vikings kind of neck and neck. I think the Vikings come down a little bit from that 13-3 and record. I think the Lions could get double-digit wins this year. So, I mean, it's a tough one for me to say in Detroit, the Bears come out. And they put on an ass whooping. I'd like that to be true. I could see that happening if we're we're kind of on a roll from the Saints Panthers games. If we can kind of win and the teams behind us. Um, but also to kind of balance out the schedule, I you know I don't want to end up with some you know eleven and five record and we go five and eleven next year and we're like what are we all thinking? Like we kind of. Did last year. Right. So I'm just going to call this one a loss. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to call it a loss, too. What do you, what do you got him going? 14 and 3, PJ? Easy. <laughs> easy. Easy. <laughs> 15 and 2. Oh, so PJ is the only one with the win yes. on this one. Not just a win, a beat down. An ass whooping. Oh, let me put that. Man, a beat down. All right. I so hope you're right, PJ. I me so too. hope you're right. I hope we fucking kill them. That would be you know, amazing. I'm always right, man. Even when I'm wrong, I'm right. <laughs> I always tell the truth, even when I lie. <laughs> 
man. Or or was the shirt I seen? I may not I may not always be right, but I'm never wrong. Ah, right, yes. <laughs> uh next team we have. Now we're at the Vikings. Yeah. Here's where it's it's gonna get a little rough around the this. Raging Oracle. We made it. Raging Oracle. Oh, we're on a we're on game 12. 12, Raging Oracle, and we are so far, well, we're kind of, collectively, we are um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wins and six losses. Well, are we really? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one, two, three, seven and four at this point, guys, collectively. So now we're on to uh, week 12, Raging Oracle, and we're at Minnesota. It's a primetime game at night, which that I would have had not if – if, if that was a high noon game, I would call that a loss. But I don't know. I, that, I don't trust Kirk Cousins in, in primetime. We've all said it. That's, that's a hard one. Uh, I've been going last, though, so I'll let you go first, Foster. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, Cliff said that uh, uh, he falls apart in prime time. I, I, I can't remember which is true, honestly. He, he, um, gonna, I, got, I, got, I got the Bears losing this game. I don't even know what the Bears record is in prime time. But if my memory serves correct, going back from 19 till 70, 1970 till right now, mm -hmm. we don't have a winning record in prime time. I could be wrong. I'm just going off the top of my head. Uh, but again, I I, I I see us splitting with the Vikings. I could be wrong. We could win this game and lose the other one because that one's early in the season. But I, I'll call this a loss and a, and a split either way. I got a feeling I'm wrong. I got a feeling we're going to win this game and lose the other one. So I'll call it that way. That 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 Minnesota game we lose, I'm switching that home, which is this is back totally backwards. This usually doesn't happen, or it didn't used to happen. We'd always say, okay, we got three wins for sure going at actually four because we had Tampa Bay back then. But um, I'm going to call this a win and the other one a loss, so I'm one behind you guys with the record. That's the way I see it. I mean, uh, I, Cliff said that Cousins falls apart. I can't remember. I got a feeling he's right. So I, I'm going to say that Minnesota wins that first game and the Bears win this this game on third uh, – the primetime game, which is not what I normally would go with. It's just what I'm looking at when I look at what's on paper, man. What's on paper and what I know. So I kind of screwed it? that up, but I'm going to I'm gonna take this as a win and the other one's a loss. Where's that timer at? I was just about to say. Just to that thing yeah, right. that's what we needed. We yeah. needed the timer, man. I was about to pull it. I should have. I was trying to type this banner, though. Let, let these guys finish, and we'll start on the next guy. That way everybody gets fair shake. Go for a triple R. All right. I, um, I don't remember which way I went with the first Minnesota game, but whatever way I went that way is opposite because I think we're going to split, like Foster was saying. You had a loss. All right. So this one would be the victory. Okay. You know, so <clears throat> I can see where now, you know, Fields and DJ and Mooney and Scott 
and Rojo and everybody's starting to, you know, gel and come together and know where they're supposed to be and what everybody else is doing. And I can see that point in which, you know, we start putting up some consistent points on offense. Whereas the defense still may be outclassed a little bit by that more experienced Viking offense. So either way, they're going to split. So if I had the Vikings as a loss before, I see it as a victory this time. Hmm. What did I have the first time there, Shorty? What's that? What did I have the first time on this one? You had um, a win. Everyone had a win but Triple R. Okay. I think I had a loss. You did? First game versus Minnesota. Okay, sorry about that. All right, I think we may uh, we may fall down here. Uh, Flores, or whatever his name is, uh, probably had that defense rolling by then, so it'll probably give us some problems. Being a away game Sunday night, we uh, we probably uh, go down burning. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to so give this one a loss. Um, you know, we do get an extra day in the week here because this is a Monday night game, I believe. But I I just can't keep giving the Bears too many wins. I think this is going to be a very <laughs> tough game in in Minnesota. So I'm, I'm going to say it's a loss. All right, how many how many how many losses is that foster you were you were flipped so i i got mine i'm at seven and three right now okay but you had the first vikings as a win so that, so Switch you had this as a loss okay so we got and then triple r had it as a, as a loss so now that's a win and then you have a win pj no i have a loss here okay and then you have a loss jtk yes this is collectively a loss because I think that I think that they're going to win this game, but we're doing this collectively, so I don't. This is the collective total. I think they're going to win this game because so far in the previous four games, we have three losses and one win collectively: Chargers loss, Saints loss, Panthers win, Lions loss. If they lose this game, that's that's going to be a problem right there. And because it is a primetime game and Kirk Cousins seems to play like shit in those games, historically, not to say that he will, because I didn't think that we, I thought we would at least split the game with him last year because of this same theory. I don't think, did we play him on primetime last year? No, I don't think we did. But uh, I thought we would split it with him last year and we didn't. So this time I had, I, I had them as a win in the first game. And only for the fact that I just that I just said I'm a, I'm going to take this as a win because of the three losses out of the last four games out of the previous four games, but collectively it's a loss. <clears throat> so, so what's our what collective record game. right now? We seven and five, six and six. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven wins. One, two. Three, four, five. So we're seven and five collectively. 
Well, I think that's kind of fair. I think so. Mm. Boy, we would have been happy, real happy with seven and five last year after 12 games, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and before we jump ahead, um, I did want to say Kurt Cousin has really good statistics for a quarterback who gets, like, kicked to the curb a lot from other fans. Right. And granted, there are some games that he did not pull out the win, but there are a lot of games that the Vikings were just up by so many points, and Kirk Cousins played really well. His season last year or the year before was better than uh, Matt Ryan's MVP season as far as stats on paper. Right. So, yeah, he's yeah. In fact, I, I did a, a podcast with a Vikings fan last year, uh, like a pregame that leading up to that game that week, and he, he said the same shit we're saying about Kirk Cousins. So even as a fan of the team, he thinks that. And Kirk Cousins, I think, probably surprised him last year. Right. Uh, so up next is the Vikings. We just oh, did the, the Lions. Lions. Sorry, Foster's got a... Fucking novel on the screen there. So uh, week 14, Vikings. It's a, or, sorry, Lions. It's a high noon game again at home. Hi. What do you guys think of that game? Foster. You're probably muted or something. Yeah, you're muted. You're the mute king. Thanks, Tooch. <laughs> Good job there. This 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 is the game I got us winning. I, I got us winning this game. We lost that game, the other game to them earlier in the season. We've prepared. Uh, we're taking constant steps forward. I mean, so are they. But I, I got the Bears winning this game. Uh, Sunday noon game in Chicago. You know, Soldier Field is going to be insane for this game. Uh, whether we win or lose that first game, you know Soldier Field's going to be insane. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to go on everything based on the last game, and and we could lose this game too in my head. So I, I, I got I'm going to go 60 40 on the Bears, which means I'm checking the Bears off to win it. But this could be another racked up loss, guys. I'm, I'm just saying it out loud. A lot of things going on in your head there, Foster. Too much, man. Too much, Peach. I got too much going on, dude. Too much. Here you go. <laughs> All right. Well, you're, you're next, I finished, Triple R. I finished a little bit. Full uh, I, I think uh, this is a definite, uh, not definite, but I think Detroit is just a better team right now, and they should be really pushing to the playoffs. There should be a competitive game, but I think uh, Detroit takes both of them from us this year hmm. wow okay uh jq man help me out here with that one where pj's up i'm sorry pj um i have us losing this one uh being that uh yeah we because in my scenario we won the last game so i think we split with them uh so i got us losing this one although we're we're at home I still got us. Uh, we're getting probably dog tired towards that end of that four out of five games on the road. So, uh, yeah, we're we're 
we're weighing down there. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm with you, PJ, but I gave us the loss in the last time we, we've played the uh, the Lions. So this time I'm going to give us a win. Okay. I think looking at a 7-5 and five record, and this is towards the end of the season, we just had two divisional games we lost. I think we're going to come out and really play hard. We're going to have a real fire in this game. Okay. I'm going with a, a win on this, too. I agree with you on that because I think we we all agree they're going to lose the first game. I think they're, they're going to win this game at home. And now you're looking at the playoffs are on the line. The division could be on the line. You know, we just technically lost – Four out of five, four out of five games collectively, like we just said, this has got to be a win. It's got to be. So I'm going with a win. So collectively, that is a win. So, oh, sorry. and isn't our buy actually just before this game? I think our buy game is week 13. Well, that's a good question. So this is now. Yes, it is. We're gonna have a week off. So, yeah, I think I'm I'm sticking with my win, my W. Okay, my, change mine to a uh, victory if we're coming off a bye. Yeah, change mine to a victory. Now, did did we all did we all take Detroit and Chicago to split? Right? Didn't we? We lose we yeah, lose there. We I win was, home, but, I think. But because of uh, after a bye, I'm changing my answer now to <clears throat> victory. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's a bye week, so PJ said that we're going to beat Detroit, and also P- Chase Young recovers and begins playing for the Bears. Right? Recover. <laughs> Stick it up, dude. He's been he's been playing with us all year. What you mean recover? <laughs> oh well, crap! Then we're going to win more games. Easy now, easy now, easy. We ain't got Mac and Young. We just got uh, Young now. Hold on. All right. So now we got uh, we're under week. 15, we're going to the Browns with the time to be determined. Foster, go. This is a tough one, man. (laughs) You're muted, man. Come on, Tooch. I'm trying to to do it. Never mind. So I I, I forgot. I was saying this on Swifty's show even. I I said, who and what are the Cleveland Browns? Because their identity, I mean, I know who the quarterback is. I know who they got. I just, I know who they just drafted. But who are they? Are they going to gel? I mean, they've got a, a, a core of players. But is this team going to be ready? Is, is Deshaun Watson ready? Are they ready for the season? And, I, and, and we always, there's always an issue with Cleveland. Cleveland's kind of a funny, funny game with the Bears always, it thinks to me. I mean, uh, I'm going to take this game. Bears lose in Cleveland. Ooh. We lose by – we got a, this is one of those one-score losses I was talking about. Ooh. Hmm. Yep. So that's – I know everybody's freaking out on it. Ooh. I'm not sure. This is another game where I go 64. <laughs> but I'm leaning in Cleveland, and originally I was, and I had the Bears. I'm just going, this is one of those games. Kind of reminds me of the Raiders, Shorty. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the W to to the Browns in this. They got that Central Division shit going on, and they're at this point in the season, they're a must win. And I, and I think their defense is maybe a, no, it's not a little. 
they're ahead of us in development. That's for sure. I mean, look at look at all the guys they've picked up over the last few years. I don't know who they just lost, but uh, they they have a core of players on that team that, given the right set of circumstances and everything, they could beat anybody. But then they could also get their ass kicked by any because we don't know how it's going to gel. I'm assuming they're gelling and that they beat the Bears by like five or six or something. Yeah, a little late there, Shorty. Done. <laughs> what do you got, Trips? Um, well, if Mr. You know, Happy Ending, you know, me love you long time, is playing up <laughs> to his potential, and that team is playing up to their potential, it should be a victory for Cleveland. Short and to the point. PJ. Uh, I I must go ahead and go along with uh, none of you and say the Bears are going to win. <laughs> Victory. Uh, week 15. By week 15, I think uh, Cleveland will be like, you know what? We, we did okay this year so far. Let's just call it quits. And they just done. And we just go ahead and swoop on in there and say, all right, send a, a masseuse to a Watson's room. We got it. Victory. I think you guys made great points, um, especially Foster's talking about the Browns being a team that who who are they going to be in week 15? And just like you're saying, PJ, um, I, I really, it's really hard for me to call this game. It's also a flex game. So we might end up seeing a primetime matchup. Right. Man. <laughs> I want to say it's a win, but there's just one matchup that just scares me so much. That's Miles Garrett going against Braxton Jones. And he, you know, he's a he's a powerful rusher. And he his strengths are exactly what Braxton Jones' weaknesses are. I think we're gonna go into that game much different than we did with Nagy. And we're going to be – Komet's going to be chip-blocking Garrett the whole game. I think it's going to limit what we can do on offense. I think we play a lot of 12 personnel, two tight end sets. Um, like those tight ends. I do. <laughs> so, and, and who knows um, where Watson's going to be – or. Um, yeah, where Watson's going to be. Yeah, we're watching where his head's going to be, how, how he's playing. Um, he I do be. think they've got pretty good receivers. And um, they still got Nick Chubb. So I think I'm going to have to go with a, with a loss on this one. Who are the receivers? What's that? Who are the receivers? Um, they got – they traded for Elijah Moore, who I thought was really – Unutilized over with the Jets. Okay. Um, they've got Peoples Jones. I'm actually looking at the roster. Mari Cooper. They signed. Um, I thought they signed another wide receiver. And they got that in Joku too. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, they drafted Cedric Tillman, who I really liked as a wide receiver. Um, I did like their draft. Uh, at this point, some of those guys might be popping off. Um, Saika Ika, the, the huge nose tackle. You know, 
I think it, it's not our scheme, but in their scheme, I mean, he's going to be a day one starter, and I think he's going to play well. Did they change their defensive scheme with the – is Schwartz their defensive coordinator now? Um, You know what? I'm not sure, but let me check coaches. Because Schwartz, you know, like running that wide nine. Uh, Kevin's dis- – uh, Defansky is their head coach. Um, yes, Jim Swartz. Yeah, he likes running at wide nine, and his defense yeah. is uh, pretty effective with that. So, I yeah, don't know what their interior is looking like, though. Well, Sika should play well early, and they got Miles Garrett on the other side. So, one guy's going to soak up double teams, and the other guy's going to soak up double teams. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just got to call this a loss. I don't want to over-homer the entire uh, schedule. But they could fall apart. They Exactly like you're saying, PJ. They could just be like, ah, we're, we're, we're six and whatever, eight at this point, you know, or five and nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to end up hiring uh, Jim Harbaugh for that day to push right. sports and uh, see what happens. <laughs> I'm going to go with a loss on this because the matchup is just, it's really only a preseason matchup. As long as these two teams have been around and look at the all time record, seven and 10. Just at this point, we're, there's just too much to, too much speculation with, with Deshaun Watson and what that team could be. And like you said, it could be a primetime game. It, I, I have this as a loss. And um, Eric, or, Foster, can you pull up Eric Sullivan's comment about Italian beef sandwiches? Uh, I didn't even see it. I didn't even right see here, it I, yet. I got it. I got it. I miss <laughs> Italian beef sandwiches. Chicago Italian beef is not talked about enough, in my opinion. Man, literally, that is my favorite sandwich, Eric. And I talked about it at nausea about being my favorite. I live in Georgia. I grew up here. I live in Georgia. I'm back home visiting for Mother's Day, and I've had like four. So I, but I have the I have a recipe because I used to work. It was my first job. I make them at home, real like with a meat slicer and all, man. And you can buy the Toronto rolls par baked and have them shipped to your house, Eric. Just keep them in the freezer. Let them thaw. You could put them in the in the oven at like 500 degrees for about four minutes, and you can make your Italian beef. Who got that button to kick Shorty off the show real quick? <laughs> hey, Shorty, let's let's go back. Let's use the timer finally. Now that we're almost done. Yeah. So I have six more seconds to talk about Italian beefs. Like, I absolutely love Italian beefs, guys. <laughs> Italian beef, double dip, some giardinera, mm. some banana peppers, and some mozzarella. Mm. Fucking, mm. fucking dagos. No, not banana peppers. Jar, did you say giardinera and banana peppers? Yes, I did. Interesting. Never had, never had that, but that would be good. Oh man, you never had fish and spaghetti either. So get off the show, will you? Get fish and spaghetti. This guy is with his fish and spaghetti again. Get out of here, man. Stole my idea. See that? You know, lucky I ain't got that button. Eric, it's really easy, man. Save all of your fat from your meats, and you can just saute it in a pan and add a little beef. Out of what? Bread. What? You said I could sit here for a half an hour and give him a recipe to, to make himself his own Italian beef, and he would, it, he, he would love it. What you say, save all your fats from your meats? Yeah, so so like what I'll do no. is I'll, I'll go get like a ribeye or two, and I'll, and I'll just I'll sacrifice a ribeye, and I'll cut the fat off, 
throw it in the freezer and I'll just grill like the center of it. And I'll, I sacrificed that one. But then by, by not, this is when I used to, this is before I started making them from scratch, like in a big roasting pan, I go buy like a huge roast. Oh, by the way, that's my pizza here. I'll be right back. <laughs> this dude got the munchies back. I'm eating dinner. Hold on. I think when, when Swifty was out smoking his blunts, I think Shorty did a couple too at the same time or something, man. I don't know. No, that's Mama Shorty. She was like, I don't feel like cooking tonight, boy. Go ahead. Yeah. Order something. A couple extra those uh those uh THC gummies were involved. My man had to leave the show. He had to leave the show. He gets a pizza man's at the house. <laughs> Shorty's well, mom sits talking back about food because he wait on how she do it. How she do it? She said, "Hey, ma, how you feeling?" Shit, we can't even pull. I can't even pull the skin. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, man. Oh my god! <laughs> he said, "Pizza man, screw you guys." Right? And bring the pizza and everything. God. It's like you know we live right now, right? Man. <laughs> that ain't yeah, but uh, we can take this opportunity to do one of those. What do you call them? Uh, spot service announcement. Say, no, uh, tell them to look at the bottom of the screen if you would like to be a part of the program, the Bears Country Podcast. We are, you know, fans. We were all in the chat, just like you all are in the chat now. For those that are in the chat. And if you would like to be in the position that we are, where you get to be on camera, hey, how you doing? Oh, not, yeah, look at this. And guy. talk, yo, you know, your bears, good shit. <laughs> you know, yeah. your viewpoints, your thoughts, your perspectives. You know, so you email, um, uh, what is it, Dan? Bearscountrypodcast at gmail.com. It's on the bottom of the screen, actually. Yeah, there we go. I'm waiting for it to scroll by. Bearscountrypodcast oh, at gmail.com. And you know, Shorty sends you the link, and you can be one of us up here as opposed to being one of us down there. Where you are the show. That's correct. Where? But don't 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 go scaring them, t- Triple R, telling them they're going to be like be like be one of us because that's I wouldn't want to tell somebody that they're going to be me. Man, or <laughs> yeah, in our position, it's not us. us. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. There, there ain't nobody that can fill a lot of shoes that's going on up here. I'm just saying you're gonna be you're gonna, you're gonna be in a basement. Nor do they want the to probably, but right? You well, know, they want to build these shoes. You got to go right. to the bowling alley and get that spray and get a lot of it. What were you saying? I, I said you want to be like us. You're gonna have, be in a basement with wood panel. <laughs> I, I think that's I think that's only me, but I'm not in a basement. I'm in an old garage that's attached to the house, and now is a family room. So now I'm going to pull the walls off and show you what's behind her because you've been bugging me for a month about it. <laughs> oh, there's Shorty. There's Shorty marching on some pizza. Guys, it, the, the pizza in, in Georgia sucks. I understand. I'm so excited to have a Rosati's pizza right now. It yeah, sucks Rosati's. everywhere but here. Pizza sucks like everywhere I've had it but here. Nobody makes it good. Everywhere. Sorry to be a, sorry like to be rude and eat in front of you guys, but I heard that New Haven has some good pizza. Connecticut, watching the alphabet. Yeah. Hmm? That's what I heard. Hmm? New Haven, Connecticut. That's what I heard. 
One place. I've heard that actually. I've heard Connecticut has good pizza. I have not been there. One of the few states I haven't been to. I don't think they allow me that far on the East Coast. So where are we at here? They don't let you outside your house anymore there, Foster. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, they, dude, PJ, they extended it now. I can go through all of Cook County. They're hoping somebody kills me. Man. Going going around in people's neighborhoods taking pictures of them vacuum cleaning their lawns and whatnot. I still, come on, man. Do you believe that? You saw it. Do you believe it? <laughs> let's uh, let's pull the list up so we can finish this. And, let's and, go. And, and we'll we keep, have we'll keep that other segment really short, and then we can start fucking around, man, and having some fun with with some other shit. Arizona Cardinals. At Arizona home. Cardinals. Where's Week the timer 16. at? Give me the timer, at dude. Home. There you go. Hold on. Let me let me We're reset. The Arizona Cardinals in at. Afternoon. It's an afternoon Fox game in Soldier Field. They are beat up, mangled. That's a win for the Bears, if you ask me. Uh, That that team and franchise right now is a mess, as it seems to have been pretty much since they left St. Louis. They've been a mess, man. When I was a kid, they were always a good team, and Jim Hart was their quarterback for 20 years. (laughs) Well, they always played a solid game, man, but I – I'm just going to wrap this up. I'll keep it short and sweet. It's a Bears win because they are a mess. Who's going to be their – who's actually is really going to be their starting quarterback this season? Cole McCoy. That's it. I forgot. So, is Cole McCoy better than Justin Fields? Do they have no. a better offensive line than the Bears? Do they better have a better defense than the Bears? No. I'm just going to say no, no, and no. Bears win. What do you got, Trips? Well, there's a big-ass dumpster fire going on with that organization right now from the top all the way down, you know, with the – was it the owner of the GM with the with the grab-ass, with the females and and the new coaches, and he's being kind of weird, the defensive coordinator from uh, Philly. So it's, it's kind of odd what's going on out there. You know, is Kyler Murray, is he still going to be healthy? Is he going to be on Call of Duty, you know, squadding up? You know, I'm more of a battlefield kind of guy, you know, myself. But I see this as a Bears victory. What do you mean? What's going on with the uh, defensive coordinator? I mean, the head coach, defense coordinator out there. Well, he's the the former defensive coordinator from Philly is now there. Um, Arizona's head coach replacing Kingsbury. Right. And he he just strikes me as not a head coach kind of guy. So, I mean, he's just more fuel to that fire out there. And it's not a good, you know, fire, gotcha. in my opinion. Uh, wait, you're in, the wrong, you're in the wrong order. There you go. Uh, I say it's a Bears victory. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with the other two, honestly. Uh, it's a dumpster fire going on in Arizona, and I don't think they're going to get it changed around this year, especially with – no real quarterback there. So victory, victory, victory. Okay. Victor Roman. Yeah, okay. I think uh, I'm agreeing with you guys. I think Kyle Mur- Kyler Murray will be back by this game, but I think their schedule is, are there, they're, um, yeah, their schedule is going to be so bad that they could just be at a point where they just want the season to be over. Um, I I agree with you, Triple R. I'm not really sure who that coach is, and if he is a head coach, 
or if he's a stopgap and they're looking to just blow this season up, maybe try to get that first overall pick, try to get out of that, uh, that Murray contract, which is yeah. absolutely horrible. Um, I think they've made so many bad decisions the last few years and it's caught up to them. And this is the season where they're going to be just really bad. Now at the same time, I think Murray's got a lot to prove. And their ske- and their um, their overall schedule they're going to be bad. Their overall record's going to be bad, but he may really have something to prove at the end of the year, and he he may get it give us a good fight. But I would still expect to win. Victory! 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 I have this as a win too. This is a a, a hot weather dome team stadium coming into Chicago in December that that could be a train wreck. So I, I have that as a win too. Cool. Uh, let's get on. So the next game is the Falcons and this is at home again. So fast. the Falcons are, they're going on like a second year quarterback, right? Yes. Okay. So well, it's not my turn to talk. Time. Let's use the timer, man. That's what we got it for. Let's start using it. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Atlanta Falcons. This game is on CBS. It's in Chicago. I'm giving the Bears the win. It's a home field advantage. Um, I just, I mean, see, Atlanta, I don't, they, they don't scare me, but they, they, they played pretty decent last year. They could have won that division, too. Uh, they had, I think they had a lot of close games. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going to give the Bears the win. They're at home. Uh, they've got a second-year quarterback. We've got Fields hopefully totally rolling in the right direction with everything by this late in the season. Roshan's running the ball. The defense is coming along nicely. So we end up spanking these guys by about 10 points. Man, that's not a spanking. That's 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 a spanking, man. It's not. Somebody no, spanked you. Somebody spanked you three times or ten. Which one's worse? I don't like the way this conversation is going. I don't like this direction. I'm mute myself. <laughs> no, with PJ, he would, he would like the ten. Man, my dad only had to hit me once, and I was done. My mom, man, that was a different story. <laughs> Yeah, I could take my mom's, but when my dad came home, it was a wrap. All right, uh, go ahead, Triple O. I have no idea who or what Atlanta is. You know, I don't know who that quarterback's going to be. They got Pitts, you know, the great tight end, but they weren't able to you utilize them last year. And their defense, they signed a couple of older guys for the D-line. They lost a couple guys in free agency. So... You know, I have no idea who who the Falcons are, who they will be. B. John so, Robinson? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. Who? Uh, yeah. Uh, Bears victory. All right. I got the Bears victory as well. Uh, I'm just going to be strictly a homer here. We're going to beat them because, you know, our current Bears players is better than their ex-Bear players. Mm. And general managers and 
because they got two of our <laughs> old general managers down there too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah just Victor Victoruski. J2K, what do you think, man? I think the Atlanta Falcons is going to be one of the surprise teams. Mm. I really liked what they did. What um, Dave Ragoon, offensive coordinator, did with that offense um, with Marcus Mariota, who, I mean, he they ran so much interesting stuff on offense. Cordell Patterson had a breakout year. Um, they've got offense. They've got weapons on offense with uh, Kyle Pitts, Drake London. Um, now they've got Bijan Robinson to go along with Cordell Patterson. The defense is kind of a little more, I think, the question mark for me. But I just, I really like the direction they're going. Um, I also really like Desmond Ritter coming out of college. He's not a big arm guy. He's not overly athletic. But when you look at all the skill sets that a quarter you want a quarterback to have, I mean, he's got at least a B minus in every single category. Um, he kind of reminds me of Jimmy Garoppolo when Jimmy Garoppolo was actually good, and he wasn't injured all the time. Guy moves the ball around the field really well. Um, he's got enough mobility to get out of the pocket, to evade rushers. He plays smart. I watched him, I think he had four years at Cincinnati, and I watched probably his last three years pretty intently. And I really, I, I think the arrow is totally pointed up for the Atlanta Falcons. And I don't think they play in a good division. Oh, hmm. so I'm calling it a loss. Okay. Okay, it's time for J2K to leave the show now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, J2K. See you later, buddy. <laughs> Bring him back. He, that's that offense is loaded up. Better look at the offense again and look at this team better, guys. I need. To. Oh, so you take enough for him? Okay, Foster. It's time for you to go. <laughs> Irish, Irish, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, it went. The big white box came up. What you got, Shorty? This is another one of those games. What's their all-time record? There's Falcons. Not that this really matters, but I like to know for for my own sake. Uh, Fifteen and fourteen. All-time. So one game lead. And. I'm I'm going Bears with this because it's at home. All right, there you go. All right, yeah, good enough for me. Easy. Okay, finally, we have the dreaded pricks coming back into town. This time, we collectively thought we were going to beat them the first game. How does this stack up here, guys? Is this a win or a loss at Green Bay? Time to be determined. So it still could be. Uh, a primetime game again. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm gonna. You guys are gonna hate this, but I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna say we're gonna lose that first game and we're gonna win this last one in Green Bay. I normally don't do this stuff with the home and away teams. Um, I just think we won't. Maybe, just, we, maybe we won't be as ready that first game. 
Did you still get... got us in the ten and seven range, which um, it's just where I keep. I, I've, I've seen too many things for no freaking reason where we've lost games over the years. No matter how prepared we are, no matter how good we are, just some weird shit where shit happens. Didn't you I flip think the kinda, We might get caught in this that season. It, uh, caught didn't in you, that kind of stuff this season, man. It will not be a, as bad as last year with the, the one-score games. But So I'm switching. I'm going to say, you know what? I'll just, I'll, I won't even switch it. I'll just say we're going to lose this one because we're going to lose one of them, I think. I really do. Usually, I, I'm going to say we're going to lose the away game. So, so that's just what I'll go with here because it's going to flip either way. I don't think we're going to sweep any of the teams in our division. I really don't. That's where I'm at. What do you right. got, Trips? You can use my last two seconds. Oh, well. Yeah, I think it'll walk. be a, a, a loss here because I said we beat Green Bay early in the first game. And I see it at, <clears throat> excuse me, I see this as a – um, a split year as well for, you know, um, the Packers. I don't see a sweeping them totally, but, like, then again, they could be tanking for Wimby, so they may not, like, be trying to win at all at that time of the season, whereas I know that a loose coach team is always going to be trying to win. So I'm still going to give it a split. You know, with no good reason other than I think they're just going to split going into the season. Okay. Sounds like a plan. All right. Um, it's on me. So, because I got us winning the first game, I got us winning this game. So, get out the room because we're sweeping. Let's go ahead and sweep the one out of there. Let's get them one out of there. Victory. 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 So, I've got uh, the Bears right around. Nine and seven, eight and eight at this point of the game of uh, the season, and obviously it's a division game, so we very much could be playing for that wild card spot. I think that the Lions or the Vikings take the division overall. I'm gonna go with the W. And I think we we get we get into the uh, the playoffs through a wild card victory, victoruski. Collectively, that just made us eleven and six, guys. Victoruski, and that's that's possible. I, I we look back if you look back at what we were talking about last week when we all said our takes. I, I'm pretty sure I was at nine and seven, and they backed into the playoffs, and you were unhappy with that, uh, shorty. Well, we just didn't like the fact that you was backing into anything. That that's well. Apparently, wait a minute. Apparently, it's okay with Triple R because he mentioned something about sticking a dildo on the wall and backing into it himself, and he wanted to know if he would be fucking himself. So, you know, I, I when you're when we're talking about Triple R here, we have to set definitions because he's not your normal take. I think that was kind of a paraphrase, but okay. Don't worry, I'm right with you too, dude. So what again, brother? We're not the normal take. We're good. (laughs) Not an exact quote, but all right. (laughs) You know me. I'm a little off, dude. You know me. I'm a little off. I've been out of the head too many times. (laughs) Oh, man. I like how we all collectively got to eleven and six because that's, I said I said eleven and six last year for many other reasons I've already said for exhaustion, 
but I, I, I truly believe that 11 and six was possible this year just because it didn't happen last year. <laughs> so I, I mean, I like that we collectively came to that. So now we can chant that as that's, that's what we agree as BCP. You know what BCP? Yeah. You know oh, you me, know dude. Yeah, you know me. Oh, wait, I, I got to do this when you say that. Uh, Did we not practice this? No. Nah. I, I, had, I, had, I had this loaded up, though. We only practice on Thursdays, man. Told us. We got to get Mammy in here. I'm getting ready to go out to the bar, PJ. Like I said, if we ever see you on the dance floor, run. Because you look like you you look like you was going to convulsions there, brother. Hey, remember last week when I kind of messed up and I said, all right, let's go to the bar and blah, blah, blah. And you said, and you, and PJ raises his hand and he goes, who knew that Foster was serious? Because I did. (laughs) (laughs) So. So you asked you asked that question last week. I'm going to answer it. You knew I was serious. I knew I was serious. My my now ex girlfriend knew that we were serious, and the girl that I'm fooling around with knew that I'm serious. She knew so bad. Not only did she change her phone number, but she moved to Wisconsin and is now sleeping with her daughter's husband. What put a time on me for that? What you got going on here, man? What type of soap opera stuff is that? Your daughter's so in the last week. So in the last week, you broke up with your girlfriend. No, no, no. Girl. She, she left me because of what I said on air. You can't make this up. Say, baby, baby, baby. You know that it's not real. It's just a, it's a persona. It's a show, baby. It's a show. She's known me for 40 years, man. I got a script right here. I swear, baby. Yeah, I, I, I tried that. It didn't work on either one of them. This guy right here, boy. Are you talking about bear, bear your souls? This guy is bearing everything right here. Well, I'm free. If you want, I'll bear my ass. <laughs> I don't like the way that proposition sounds. Hey, at least I'm not talking about the stuff Shorty talks about all the time, BJ. Man. I don't even want to mention it because you know it might go into it. Uh, here, here I here I am. I thought Jerry Springer died. <laughs> that was a fake. It was all fake. Uh, Swifty asked. I think he was saying, "What the fuck just happened to the the music I was playing?" So I need. Can I get all you guys, let's all at the same time say, you're down with BCP because I want to use it for the new, I want to put it, put that in the opener. So, and on one, like if we can do all at the same time, on a one, two, three, go. You're down with BCP? Let's all scream it, like all yell it at the same time, and I want to use that for an audio clip. Wait, so on three or on go? So it'd be like one, <laughs> two, three. Or should we do it on three? One, two, three. Can we do it? Can we do it after the show? <laughs> no, I, I can't because we have to have it recorded. Oh, okay. So All right, let's go. One, two, three. Recording. Yeah, you know me. You know me. Yeah. So follow my follow my hand. Ready? One, right. two. No, we say you got to say you down with BCP. Okay, you All down right. with BCP. And and we shouldn't do this because it had nothing to do with with what Swifty was talking about. He missed our funny conversation, but let's do it. Okay, ready? One. Two, three. 
You got to get the Yeah, see that won't work. Swifty, give me or uh, uh, Triple R, give give me your best one. Uh, go. You down with BCP? Wait, say that or yeah, you know me. No, I want you to say you down with BCP. Give me okay, count one. me down. No, just say it. Whatever you want. Yeah, count me down. Okay. One, two, three. You down with BCP? Now, Triple R, you say. Or sorry, oh, PJ, 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 if he if he confused me with another black guy, me and his spicy, he used to be Sam all the time. Now it's Triple R. Well, I kept, Next I kept saying he gonna be confused with me and J two K because J two K in a black background. What's really going on, man? No, no. <laughs> one of you, one of you, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> me and he'll be fighting in a minute. <laughs> Kick him off his own show. You gotta say it like in this, like in the song. You down with BCP? You down with BCP? Excellent. J2K, go. You down with BCP? Foster, go. You down with BCP? Give me one more triple R. Better than that. Better than the first one. You down with BCP? There you go. Now I'll get mine. You down with BCP? All right, I can use that. I can put the audio tracks together. I can you know with HIV? <laughs> Damn. Oh, oh, no, 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 I, no, Triple R. I want your best version of this so that I can I can put this as a video clip in the front of it. So go, hurry up, motherfucker. Say it in your own way. Hurry up, motherfucker. Excellent. Thank you. That's going to be in the uh, future uh, when that comes up. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be you going, hurry up, motherfucker. I like Joe in the ship. Yeah, what, 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 what you say, Joe? <laughs> so guys let's get on to our next uh there was one more thing we wanted to do here tonight which was uh the a little a, little, a new segment that we want to start here called the center of attention Foster, you can't pull up uh, comments in there when there's something like that playing. I tried. That's it. You're fucking out of here. So uh, you're out of here, Foster. You're gone. You're see you later. You're out of here. A- Alan Williams. I kind of I kind of want to talk about Alan Williams a little bit, guys. Here, like, well, how do you guys feel? He um, last year there was a lot of people that didn't like him, didn't think he was doing a good job. And there's a lot of people that thought he didn't have enough tools in the bag to work with. And I'm, I'm one of those people. I think that he didn't have enough tools in the bag to work with. So what do you think with what they've done for him as far as the players that they've picked up? Do you think it's going to help Alan Williams? Are we going to see the real Alan Williams this year? Are we going to see a better, a better like, the, the, the true version that he really wanted us to see because he didn't have the tools last year? I'll let you go. Um, Let's go on the horn again. Repeat that. Talking to me. Yeah, you're you're up next. Okay. Oh. Hey, putting up um, on the clock. I yeah. Put this. Put this. Well, wait, this clock. is this is a segment we're we're supposed to do two or three minutes each, so it's not. Okay. You can do whatever you want. Okay. Well, clock okay. damn it. Uh, I I went back today and I started watching all of his press conferences. Okay. And I like the things that I love the things the guy's saying. Um, I think his second or third press conference, he stopped the guy and asked him for his name. He said, I want to get to learn your names because 
He is a player's coach, man. He's involved. He wants to have a relationship with his players to enable them to be at their very best. Uh, he also said, he says, man, we're going to, we want to lead the world in hustle. That's one of his lines. I like that line. That's something I would say myself. The guy's got 22 years of NFL experience as a coach, and he's been a coach for 37 years, man. So the guy, I'm going to say he knows a little bit about football, you know. He's been on the defensive side of the ball in the NFL for 22 seasons. Um, his mentor is Tony Dungy. That's how, that's how he got into football was Tony Dungy. There's about six really good interviews, and I wish I could remember a bunch of the stuff he was saying. Again, I'm, I'm going off. What I did today was I tried to get to know the man, Elian Williams, not the coach. I mean, it's kind of thrown in there together because I can't get personal interviews of him. But I'm high on the guy. I, I, I think, and I think, Shorty, you mentioned this on Swifty's show. That's not what you're high on, though. <laughs> <laughs> He's not on life. Well, the next cop ought to know. <laughs> I smell bacon. Seriously, you guys. Um, he is a player's coach who wants to have the relationships. And he said this. I'm not, like, saying this. I saw it on the interviews. Um, he has been given some tools this year, which last year, you know, after week five or six, when Roquan was gone and Quinn was going out the door, look at what he had to work with. I don't think I can give him a fair assessment uh, until this season. I see Joe, Joe Treviso saying he won't be around in 24. That's not my decision. What, I, what I'm saying is I like the guy's attitude. I can't really – we've talked about this. How, how much stuff can we judge from last season looking at that roster? You know, completely different roster, man. And it's going to – it's going to change a lot more before the season gets here. I think it is, man. I think you're going to see some guys drop off because you know, and, and I've said this a thousand times, polls is searching and searching 24-7. It doesn't end. It doesn't end to make this team better. You have to be relentless. And I'm hoping Allen Williams is that kind of guy too because uh, his last presser that I saw was from right before the draft, and he was very excited to see – to possibly see some of the players that he was going to get. You could almost see him there like this in the presser. I could picture him doing this. Man, yeah. I can't wait till this draft because we I already got some great fucking guys to work with, man. I'm going to get two or three, four more guys back here, and I'm going to make this the shit. I don't know if I'm right, but that's the way I feel after watching the guy for like an hour and a half, two hours. So that's my take on it. Um, I'm not going to judge him till 10, 12 weeks in the season. Let's see what the guy can do with some real talent and some ability that he has not been given that opportunity prior. You know, he wasn't given that opportunity last year, that's for sure. I don't, I don't know who could have done anything with that defense once Quinn and uh, Roquan were gone. Because I, I, I'd like to go out on the street and ask Bear fans how many names they know of the 11 on the defense last year. And really, I'm going to say 14 or 15. And I'll bet you most people can only say five or six of them because we know who they are. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I don't have a grade for for Alan for uh, Mr. Williams yet. I'm gonna make that that judgment through this season because, like I said, he's been given some tools to work. It's, dude, it's like me trying to do a roof with a kitty hammer, trying to <laughs> trying to nail one and a half inch roofing nails in a roof with one of those little uh, six ounce hammers. I need a twenty ounce fucking banger. Six ounce six ounce hammer ain't gonna cut it. I'm gonna be sitting there all fucking day. 
I got the right tool, I could do a good job. So hopefully that's where he's at. <laughs> Will somebody Very take the microphone said. away from Foster, please? <laughs> I just did. That was very passionately said, Foster. How many? How many here agree with that, Triple R? I think um, you know now is the season that Williams, along with everybody else, has no excuses. You know, last year was the first year of a teardown and all that stuff, and no talent or lesser talent to work with. Now he's got some thickians right up the middle, up the front. To get pressure on that D line, those that young um, drafted talent, he's got experienced linebackers with Edmonds and um, Edwards, and then you know young linebacker talent, athletic. Then with the secondary and the influx of all the cornerbacks coming in and possible safety upgrades, you know there is no reason or excuse that. Alan Williams should not be able to be creative and utilize these different pieces in different ways because they are so flexible and versatile. So you can have, you know, guys rushing from different positions, covering from different positions, and pre-snap, the offense won't know how to read it because they don't know who's coming, who's not. You know, he has the tools now to to convert to a three-flow uh, three, four for a few series here and there, you know, just to change up the look because now he has the tools to have linebackers that can cover as well as rush and watch the run and, you know, all the pieces in between. I love it. I love it. I'm agreeing with both of you. What do you think, PJ? Um, I think I, I would give him an incomplete grade based upon the fact <laughs> that he had no horses last year. Um, I like what he did with making adjustments seem like our halftime adjustments for most of the season, not all in some games, it fell short, but most of the season our halftime adjust adjustments was uh, pretty good. I thought we never did have a pass rush and finished up the year with 20 sacks. We never really addressed that with what we've done in free agency as far as edge rushers. So, I don't know how how much improved that is. If we so happen to get another edge rusher or two, and in, in this off season, I think we'll make he'll make a drastic jump because I overall think he's a pretty good coach. I mean, watching what he done uh, with what he had, because now we actually have some horses, and he has a background of defensive backs, and we even gave him more defensive backs to work with. So yeah, I think he'll I think he'll do well this year. That's my belief. Nice. Thanks. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you guys. I think last year um, was hard to grade him as a coach and a, a play caller and a scheme guy. Um, while I do think our defense is another year away because we do need a, a, a true edge rusher, um, I think the Walker signing and Billingsley signing are actually pretty underrated. And I think as the season goes on, Dexter and Pickens – We'll get enough rotation um, and play well enough that the collective group on the defensive line will be better. Not where we want it to be, but our linebackers and our secondary is stacked. So going into this year, and I feel this way across the board about all of our coaches, 
is I really am going to grade them a lot, lot harder than I did last year. I expect them to win next season. I, I, I do too. I know I, everything that you guys are saying is, is I'm, you all make great points. You know, they, they added Edwards and Edmonds, the linebackers. That's going to make a huge difference with having uh, Tremaine Edmonds roam in the middle of the field. That's the guy that, that Fluce wants in this defense, that Alan Williams wants in this defense. Um, the secondary was already strong last year, and they just added to it. I really like that. I'm really curious to watch that. What was it, the, the second cornerback that we got? Um, to Terrell Smith? Smith, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. Very excited to see what he's going to do with his length and athleticism and speed and body control. Um, Stevenson, very excited about that kid, adding that kid to the secondary. And we drafted another linebacker that could be pretty pretty damn good in this defense and used situationally. I, I like that pick. The defensive line, we, we, we doubled down on defensive tackle. Yes, we are missing that. The edge rusher, but we'll see what happens. We're still not done here. Any more can happen. You've already talked about it. Everything, everything's already, <laughs> everything's not finished. We can, we can. Uh, <laughs> there's still more, more players that could be signed. So I'm not really all that worried about it. And I think there could be some blitzing coming out of some more blitzing that we might be able to be seeing this year. If you look at a lot of the tape as we did during the draft. Both of those cornerbacks that they drafted did a lot of cornerback blitzes. Yeah. And they were and so did the and the, the, the linebacker that we got blitzing and plugging holes. So I think that he didn't have the toolbox last year. And I'm I'm excited to see what he's gonna do with it this year. If if he gets into week ten and it's and what we're seeing some of the people in chat saying he should he'll be gone by twenty four and things like that. Yeah, we'll we'll find out. But I think that for for the time being, it's give him the benefit of the doubt, and let's, let's see what he can do with uh, some more players added to his basket. Thanks, Shorty. Can I throw one thing in? I'm addressing a bunch of people in the chat, mm -hmm. and this is regarding the defense last year. First off, the guy doesn't have the tools, so sometimes he's going to tell his guys to play off because they can't cover, especially when you got all your starters on the bench or in, injured. Mm -hmm. Second off. I wonder how many times they said, no, don't adjust. At, at the end of the season when we were losing, trying to maintain that second pick because somebody was saying, oh, he wouldn't make adjustments. I'm going, well, is there any way possible that they were saying that he's like, oh, I can make these adjustments? And, and they're like, don't because we, we really don't want to win this game. I'm not, I'm not saying that happened, but we've all talked about tanking to get where they're at because who would have thought they would have? I never thought they were going to get the first pick in the draft at the beginning of last year. Did any of you guys think that? No. Did you, PJ? Yeah, me and told me and Poles talked about it. <laughs> I was offended when when the Sports Illustrated said they were. Me too. Well, hey, I want to jump in on the scheme talk. Um, first off, I think PJ was right on that. We did make halftime adjustments to what the other team was doing. Yeah. And I think Alan Williams did make smart adjustments. I think obviously we lack talent. Right. The other criticism of him is, you know, we sh should have blitzed more. We should have switched more man, should have gotten out of those zones. Well, first off, the zones that we were playing, the rookies playing them 
were not playing them very well. Risker and Gordon both struggled to be at the right point at the right time. And just to, to understand where they need to be and why as the play is happening. You know, um, I did see Williams adjust and start blitzing more. I did see us start running stunts more. And it was completely ineffective because the, the players just were not talented enough to, you know, to blitz and have less people in the secondary or even when we did blitz, we got five guys rushing and all five guys get blocked one-on-one. Right. So I'm not high on Allen Williams, but I can't be low on the guy either. Right. So this, this year is the year that I think you really start grading Allen Williams as a defensive coordinator. Well, let me ask J2K a quick question. Do you think even with our lack of defensive end still, can you truly give him a true assessment even this year? I think Walker is actually a very underrated signing. Yes. And I actually am a little more optimistic about uh, Travis Gibson because what I saw from how he rushed the quarterback when he was with Fangio, uh, Fangio um, and oh, I forget, uh, Desai was mm-hmm. the next defense coordinator. Right. You know, they asked him to rush the quarterback in a very different way. Last year, and in this defense, our defensive ends play a lot more containment. So there's a little more of an arc. There's a little more of a, you know, keep your head up, watch for the RPOs, watch for all these things. It's not just, you know, everybody's kind of flying in on the play and the interior defensive line is is clogging up the middle with with Hicks and Goldman and – uh, little nickels. So, even though I do think the defensive ends, we still need that stud pass rusher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, Robinson, Dominic Robinson. Right. He may take a step up, and mm-hmm. he's got the you know he's got the makeup of a true defensive end, uh, defensive end athlete, right. and he's just got to get the technique down. And he's just got to be a better pro. He's got to study that playbook, study that offensive tackle he's going against. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm optimistic about him, but I'm unsure. Mm-hmm. I think Gibson actually has the best chance, and Walker of those two having the best statistical chance at edge, just because they played a lot more ball. Um, I think Gibson has a better idea on how to rush in this defense, and with Billingsley stopping the run, our two other. Uh, rookies. Um, I do think that we've got enough in the interior. It may come on stronger at the end of the year because of the youth, but I think there is enough there that given how good our secondary is and our linebackers are, I, I still wouldn't be, you know, afraid of grading Williams hard because he doesn't still have that true defensive end. Once we get that true defensive end, I think this defense is going to be lights out. All right. Another question regarding that real quick. Yeah. Because Walker comes from a 3-4 where he played defensive in there. Right. In a 4-3, that translates more to a defensive tackle. So do you think he would have success as a true defensive end in this system where that's something he didn't play in uh, Tennessee because they was more – 
so using him as a defensive tackle within their system. So I think it's a different type system. So I don't think he'd be able to have that quickness off the edge. Well, I think he's actually a little more of a quicker defensive end tackle than the position um, suggested. So playing a lot of that five tech and stuff right over, over there. Oh, shit. Um, there I am. All right. So I think he's quicker. He was a little undersized, I think, for that position. Um, but I think going to defensive end, I think that's his better fit in, in this defense. But he's a guy who can come down to the three tech on passing downs. But on obvious runs down, first downs, I think he's going to be more of an edge. I think he's more of a left defensive end in this scheme. And much like uh, Tuli Tuapoatu uh-huh. um, was in the draft, where I thought he's a defensive end in a 4-3 and not a 3-tech. Walker reminds me a lot of that guy. I think Walker is, is actually really quick. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I, I mean, because I know in Tennessee, he had somebody on his outside rushing, and he was rushing more so over the guard, not so much. Right. Tackle. So here, if he's playing defensive end, he's going to be rushing over the tackle. And I don't know if he has the speed, per se, to get around that tackle. I I really don't believe he has the strength to get around that tackle. So that's why I think he uses quickness over the guards in that former system, whereas now he's going to be going against tackles, and I don't expect as much production. I agree with you that he's a, a tweener. Right. I think that's a, a good label for him. Um, I do think he is quick. I don't think he's that edge rusher that we are really need in this defense. And I think going from that three tech to that edge, I think he's he was an underrated signing. So, and we'll see in the season how it goes. Um, but I think he can play left defensive end in this system. I wouldn't put him there on third and 12, but, you know, first and 10, second and and six, you know, whatever. I would kind of have him more on the edge to ensure that we do stop the run. And I think we are going to play – I think our our coverage system um, with – Tremaine Edwards being athletic enough to cover the center of the field. And I think that with, with Gordon and Brisker being able to play close to that line, that nickel and that kind of box safety. Right. I think we're going to kind of see, it's almost like a, a pass rush by committee. Okay. So, and I think Alan Williams, he, he does kind of keep things simple, but he does have the opportunity right now to do some interesting things on defense where you, you know, blitzing a corner, blitzing a safety mm-hmm. and, and kind of mixing things up, you know, Walker running a, a stunt from left defensive end, you know, into the, into the a gap, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that, which is what I hope I see from Williams, not the cookie cutter stuff we saw at the beginning of the season. Last right. Year. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is really well said, man. Um, Guys, we have a shitload of question of starred questions and comments from Chad. I think we should get to uh, let's get to wrap them. up the show so this doesn't go six hours again. <laughs> let's see, what do you have here? 
Well, I just went back into it. Um, I wanted. To, I saw one in here. I wanted to pull up. Um, Uncle fucking motherfucking fucking Foster. Eric, <laughs> Eric, okay, go ahead. Eric Sullivan says the entire Bears. The entire Bears is awesome now. I could live on YouTube with you guys. Never, never been this updated and involved with fans. Pretty great. Thank you very, very much, Eric. Thank we you, Eric. That. Cheers, Eric. Right on. Like we said earlier, like Triple R was was saying, you can email the show and join us anytime you would like to. Um, yeah. Like and subscribe, Eric. Hang out, man. I see, I see, I see him in Swifty's chat all the time, Eric. I see you all the time in there, dude. Hey, says my girl hates you guys. Swifty BCP barm <laughs> because my TV is always on Bears content. Well, hey, hey, Eric, my girls, my girls just left me. Swifty's getting a divorce. J- PJ's gonna get divorced sooner than later. The way he keeps talking, so we can all hang out together, man. As a matter of fact, you know what we forgot to mention? Anything about PJ? I mean, uh, Swifty. We forgot to mention not this Saturday, but next Saturday. People who live in the northwest and western suburbs have an opportunity to party with Foster. <laughs> there you go. So That's I'm going to get some information. I'll put the some information up on the board before we uh, sign out. Maybe you could start working the questions while I go to the bathroom, and then I'll write a little thing out. <laughs> but Eric, come on the show, man. Discuss this shit with us in person, man. That's scary. Love to have you, dude. That's scary. I see the stuff you write in Swifty's chats. I pay attention. I don't remember. Because I'm lost, but I see it. Shut up, PJ. Get to I, hang I'm out with for a comment from you, dude. Get to hang out with Foster. That's a scary thought, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Why don't we? <laughs> well, he's in there enjoying his diarrhea. An hour and then he bailed, man. Couldn't take the pressure. But well, hold on, though. I just got one thing to say about that. Crap. Did you, did he not say? <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. Did I did I not hear him say? Both my girls left me. Who are you, an old time pimp? <laughs> what? what is this? You should have heard the story he told me the other day. Don't repeat that one, dude. <laughs> Man, these bitches be tripping. <laughs> this dude, he is an old school pimp. Oh my god, you would think so. Wait, why don't Why don't we stick on on like the same? There's a lot of different things in there. Why don't we stick on the same person until we get all of them done? We can kind of go person by person. We could do that. Uh, Eric says, uh, "How long do you guys, how long do you guys think it will take JF uh, JF one on the offense to get in sync out of the gate?" I, I'm going within four to seven weeks, probably the later, seven, yeah. six, seven, eight weeks, man. They get they're gonna have by that time they'll have what nine games in PJ with the preseason and everything. Three, mm-hmm. six, say, say three preseason, right? Mm-hmm. And I then, say game four. Oh, you Which say game four? I, I'm, yeah. I'm going four to seven weeks. They'll be, I, I think they'll be flowing right. We, I'll let we you have, guys finish that. I got to go to the bathroom and make a little note here, okay? Yep, yeah, we have them at, at six and one in the first seven games, so I would say out of the gate. You got to make a note while you go to the bathroom? Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm think so, they all, My they mind is take... so bad, PJ. I got to fix, you know, I got to remind myself that I got to crap. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta change my diaper. Uh, <laughs> oh Lord! Okay, oh, take y'all nowhere. <laughs> I gotta change my diapers. Oh my it's eleven o'clock. I gotta change my diapers. <laughs> my timer went off to change my diaper. <laughs> and he wonders why the women left. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, <laughs> this dude, man. <laughs> Foster, give me too much to work with. All right, all right, but uh, I think uh, it's going to take time for the offense to get uh, in, ru- in rhythm and rolling. I think a lot of the earlier um, victories that I project are because of the defense more so than the offense, and I have the offense. Um, doing more of the low carrying at the end of the season or later towards the season. But it's going to take a while to, you know, um, Darnell Wright, as big and as bad as he is, he's still a rookie. He's going to have to adjust to the speed. He's going to have to adjust to what he's seeing. You know, he's going to have to get used to Nate Davis to his left. You know, the center and the guard positions, eh, we still don't know. We hope Braxton Jones has been, you know, squatting and in that weight room, getting that, you know, that anchor fixed. You know, uh, Khalil Herbert, you know, he might be playing for his his mm-hmm. his uh, Bears future career because I don't not really sure that Poles and crew likes him as much as, let's say, a Rojo or a Deontay Foreman or even an Ebner, even though Ebner, we don't know. But I think it'll just take a while before they get rolling. I would say a month, five, six weeks before it's like, okay, now we can look to the offense to win us games as our defense has gotten figured out, you know, and exposed because they're young. Um, real quick, uh, I say I said four games. I think in the first uh, few games, we're going to depend heavily on a run game, get those guys in sync, you know, I think that's how the games that we win, we'll win it through the run game. I think actually fields may actually run more towards the beginning of the season too, and then kind of fall back and start passing more. So I think it'll take a while before the offense get in sync, like the fourth game. But those first three games, I think we'll be winning and playing with the run game and relying on our defense. Although I don't think our defense will be as good as we, it will be later, but That'll be the formula. Run game, defensive game, probably special teams is how we will win. Go ahead, J2K. Yeah, I think you guys all made really good points. Um, like I said, when we're doing the schedule, game five, it's Washington Commanders Thursday night. Justin Fields coming out party. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. Justin Fields is going to be awesome this year, guys. That's all I know. What what did I miss? Because I heard Triple R exposing himself to young people or something. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is going to be one of the funnest seasons that we have ever watched as a Bears fan. Mm -hmm. Now, I I love the Erlacher days, Briggs, Tommy Harris, Mike Brown, watching that defense. This is going to kind of be a different thing. Justin Fields scoring points, bailing his defense out when, when you know, other team drives down on us. Right. Justin Fields comes back and, oh, and that reminds me. You know Luke Getze? He had the second best offense on a first drive of a game. Six points behind the Eagles. Wow. Okay. Uh, it, it seemed like this, J2K, that the, the – when they scripted that stuff to start the game, 
it seemed like that stuff worked better than at, at any other time. Well, yeah, and I, what I think happens though is we, you know, the script. I think the script really tells you the offensive coordinator. How good can they scheme up an offense on that first twenty-five plays? Right. But after that, when the other team goes, okay, this is what you're doing. This is we're going to counter you on this and, and do this and that to go against what your script is. That comes down to players. Because once the other team figures out, hey, you're doing this because you can't do that, well, we're going to target what you can't do, and we're going to force you into a pickle because you just don't have the talent. So I think it's a nod to Luke Getze that he's a really good offensive coordinator that's dealing with some a pretty bad roster. Okay. Real question. Uh, question yep. real quick for Foster. Foster. Because this offense, is, we predict, will be fun, I just want to know, do you think this offense will be more fun than the time when you used to watch Sid Luckman? <laughs> Wait, you know what? I'll answer that question, dude. Because if you pull out some film of Sid Luckman back in the early 40s and you watch some of the shit that he was doing in the 40s, Mahomes reminds me of Luckman. Running outside, throwing it against the grain, throwing a sidearm. Go back and see what you can dig up about 1940, 1942. Uh, I'm asking you. I'm just going to say, you asked about Sid Luckman. I know we were joking, but that dude, if he was in a thing, he could play today. Hey, I'll take you at your word because I know you was there, so I'll take you at your word, bro. Did I just put my foot up my own ass? (laughs) In your mouth. (laughs) Hey. Triple R, where's that dildo, dude? Because I think somehow I am fucking myself. <laughs> Look, man, you can go to www.orderyourownshit.com. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, um, I, I, I messed up, Shorty. I didn't know who you were working with. Sorry. It's okay. I, I got it from here, buddy. Uh Retro says, pull time. Who would like to see me on the next BCP show? Yeah, right here. for sure. Right, right here. here, dude. We want everybody. You. Come on, take come on, take a link next week, man. We might have some real good stuff cooking too next week. Mm. You got the Wavels Holmes. Uh, we, <laughs> next week, might, we might have two additional guests on next week, so it might, might that might not work out. But definitely email because if we don't, then we'll have you on for sure. Or the week not after. The week after. We can have them on for the uh, center of attention the following week, dude. Uh-huh. That, I think that'd be real good. I'd like to get his take on shit. And then maybe I can slap him for all the shit he's been saying about me in the chat for the last three fucking Everybody. Weeks. Yeah, but he's got <laughs> Everybody. I tell you, Paul, yeah, well, I, I guess I, I don't know what's called. Cool. We're good. Shut the we'll fuck up, Paul. Bring him on just for his one-liners. Man. Um, let's go with... Um, uh, Doug Van Doren, let's see. I think that after week nine, the worst outcome will be five and four. The best will be seven and two. I sort of expect six and three. So he's kind of on board with us there, too. Yeah. And he also says that um, I really do think that the league is trying a worst to first narrative around the Bears this year. A lot of little details pointed to me. That is well said. That could be. Shout out to Doug Van Horn. I mean, Dorn. He's been doing a uh, good job being in the chat every week. So absolutely, and you need to come on the show too, Doug. 
don't like Doug is Doug is all over the place. Not as much as uh, T Dub, you know Torian. Oh man, you know, but Doug everywhere. is all over the place getting his Bears content on. Yeah. All right, yeah, love it. I don't like cats. Let's see what else we have from Doug in here. Did you guys uh, see the one? Oh man, I forgot. It. I gotta look. Sorry. Um. All right, all right, we'll just pass it. I had another. There's another one from Doug in here. Here we go. Bears go 17 and 0 in 23. You heard her here first, and likely last two. <laughs> and now, now, now I'm gonna say Doug be getting high as a motherfucker though too. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, take it with a grain of salt. Bay. Uh, let's see. I think that's it for Doug saved. Let's see. We have uh, Leo Factor saying. Um, question for later. If we struggle to pressure the Q to pressure the QB, how do you think our season plays out? I think I'm sorry, go ahead, boss. You first. My bad. If we struggle to pressure the QB, how do you think our season plays out? Six and eleven. Well, if, if we if we're struggling to pressure the quarterback early, uh Poles will do the thing that he needs to do, which is probably pick up the phone and try and make a trade. Maybe not. Maybe he won't won't do it this year because we're, we're all talking, you know, like we've said a hundred times, too. We're not going to fix all this shit in one year. Um, it's just going to play out the way it's going to play out. I mean, mm -hmm. if, if we're struggling and, and we start losing, yeah. I, I, it depends on where we're at in the season. I, like, here. When are we struggling? If we're immediately struggling to get pressure, he might go out and do something. Or they might just make changes on the defense. Or who knows? I'm not going to expect him to do something big this year because I really think he's saving all this crap so that after the draft coming up, he can make all these big moves. Because we got to, with these one, two year contracts, we still got a ton of money for next year, too. I don't know if people realize how much money it's going to be because that's. He's signing these one and two year contracts enables him to do that with the salary cap, where where we have these big fluctuations. I don't know. You know what? It's a tough tough question on that. Um, yeah, Leo seems to be pretty worried, it or or he could not and leave it and then start dumping some of the weak links again and maybe getting a couple extra picks, uh, mm -hmm. maybe lowering our draft pick again. You know that that unintentional intentional. I'm not going to say like last year, but there's there's too many ways it can play out. I think. Because uh, because he's, he's got options, man. If that line starts struggling early and we're getting no pressure and it's four games into the season and we got three sacks, I would expect him to do something about it, even if it's not a serious permanent move. Doesn't he got to spend that money by April? Yeah, DJ. So, so he's got right he's sitting on twenty nine or thirty million dollars that he's got to spend by by April of twenty four. Mm-hmm. There, there could be somebody in the mix. To also but I'm going to go back to what J2K said. I don't think we're going to – I think we have a little more defensive end than we all think, even myself. Yeah. Um, I think there's more to it than we than we see. Um, we don't know what he's working on right now because there's going to be some free agents. Dude, what if Carl Lawson was on the Bears right now? You just add him and that's it. What do you think then? Then, then we're going to get some pass rush. I, I don't – you know, I, we're going to get some pass rush. We're gonna get yeah. All, all of Leo's comments in here have to do with pass rush. He seems pretty worried about it. How confident are you? Our pass rush and our, our run defense will improve. Um, and the last Go comment ahead. I just had up. Go ahead, uh, Triple R. You want to answer that? I, I think um, 
our defensive ends and pass rush, pass rush edge guys with uh, Walker. Uh, what's Buddy's name? Uh, Reeves. Oh, Reeves? Reeves? No, our defensive end from Seattle. I don't. I don't remember where he's from. Beerman, the, the one we just Beerman? signed, right? Wait, I the can't hear you. Too many. The one we signed in free agency this summer? It begins with an R. You're talking about the one we signed in free agency, right? Uh, yeah, Rivers. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name, but he's a defensive end. And his name, Reeves or Reese or. Played in Seattle and played in uh, Houston last year. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, it begins yeah. with an R, I think. Yeah, I just said. About, oh, yeah. yeah, him. The R guy, and then um, you know uh, Gibson. Eh, we don't know. And then Da, you know the young guys and whoever they bring in. But I don't think that's a priority because we don't need to spend money on a Clark or Yangakwe or any veteran to bring us seven sacks. Would seven sacks mm -hmm. be nice? Sure, but we mm -hmm. are, in my opinion, are not fighting for a Super Bowl right now. So let the young guys develop, see if we can bring along an edge that we don't have to break the bank for, who's already older, who's not going to be in his prime when we're in our winning window. So let the rush come up, come up the middle now, because I don't think uh, Big G or Pickens can be blocked, you know, on the interior of most offensive lines one-on-one, -on -one. you know, and then with the increased – athletic ability and coverage of the linebacker core and the upgraded secondary, you know, I think that kind of will offset the pass rush until, you know, we can address it maybe um, uh, if not next year's draft with some of the money, but, you know, taking guys in their third or, you know, fourth year that teams can't afford that we don't know will be available yet. Like Chase Young, but healthy. Rasheen Green. Thank you. Rasheen Green, thank you. That was a squeegee. Uh, to answer the question. It wasn't a R, it was a G. His first well, name. First name, sorry. Yeah. Um, I think that the um, pass rush will be better based upon our interior getting the push up the middle, which will cause our defensive ends to get more sacks just by being in the right place at the right time because you get that interior rush forcing the quarterback backwards. The uh, defensive ends are running right into him. I personally don't think we have a current pass rusher who's that alpha, who's that um, guy who's going to demand double teams or get uh, sacks or double-digit sacks by himself. I think adding a veteran, be it Chase Young, Leonard Floyd, or both. I think you can uh, have that guy who can win a one-on-one. -on -one. And when you have those interior guys pushing up the middle, those guys can still be able to get you those double-digit sacks. I think that Gibson and Robinson, they are like Robins to a Batman. They're like a secondary guy to where if uh, somebody else is getting double teamed, they can probably get you seven to eight sacks. I think that's who they are. So I think getting a veteran 
will help us. And eventually, with a good pass rush, I see us as a playoff team. Yeah, I think um, to answer his question specifically, if we can't get a pass rush, then I think we go into a, a shell coverage and the pressure is going to be on Getsy and Fields to basically keep up scoring points. Um, however, I do I am more confident about our run defense going into this year. And I am hoping that like we're talking about pass rush coming from the interior is what is going to improve our overall pass rush. Mm-hmm. I love that. But, that was oh, great. One, one other comment too. Also our linebackers. I think our linebackers are far better at filling than the linebackers we had last year. And as well as Sanborn played these guys, I just think they have so much more talent, so much more game uh, tape and experience. Um, so I think they're going to help out the run defensive as well. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to defer everything to what you guys just said. That was all very well said. I love it. Um, we have one more question from Leo, which is just to make this one quick. Uh, you guys, what about you? I think Roshan Johnson doesn't have much shift, change of direction. Thoughts? I'll just quickly say that um, I think that the style of of offense he's playing in is going to suit him well because of that. But he's he's a bruiser too. So, I mean, I don't think that they were really looking for a shifty change of direction back like that. They were looking for more of the type back that they got with him. My That's my thoughts. I, I agree with you. I want to look at more tape. I think Swifty's got something out on this guy. I, I, somebody does too. I've seen it. I just can't remember who. But I want to look at more tape on him. But I say the dude's going to be our number one back before this. I think I said before by or before week ten, he'll be playing. He's going to be our our, mm-hmm. our regular back, and he's going to get more time than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shift is change of a direction. You know what? I haven't taken a good enough look at it. I don't know if anybody got anything else. Um, I think he looks like a baller. His attitude, everybody loves. You know his, mm-hmm. you know, quick twitch and the shift. I don't mm-hmm. know. He seems to not have an issue, you know, getting caught from behind. You know, he he runs people over. So, I mean, maybe he can't make a miss in the hole. But if he runs him over, I'm good with that. Um, to answer the question, uh, I agree with Leo that. He doesn't have much shift and change of direction. I think he's more of that power back. I think, yeah, he's he's good, but he's not shifty, and he's not got that blazing breakaway speed either. But we had to shift the shiftier back with Monty, and that didn't really work in this offense. He was he was shifty, but he wasn't fast. Right, that was his problem. He, I mean, he could like juke you in a hole, but he didn't have that breakaway speed. Right. So I think this guy he doesn't even have that, but he has more. He has power. But he don't have he doesn't have speed either. Well, but the thing is, all of his highlights, once he gets free, he never gets caught from behind. So he may not have that track, you know, like four three, you know, picking the top ten running back like Gibbs and Detroit speed. Right. But he ain't getting caught from behind like Monty was either. Oh, he's gonna get caught in the NFL because he'll only run at a four point five. Seven, four or five, seven. So, yeah, he's getting caught from behind in the NFL. Maybe not in college as much, but in the NFL, he's going to get caught. Not well, possibly, but not as much as Monty. Mm, 
Let it go. <laughs> What's the top speed of a, of a of a of a player in the NFL? What's was it? Twenty three miles per hour. So Isn't that what it is, J two K? Um. So my overall with Roshan and and I'll answer the question uh, in, in a second. As far as the speed is concerned, I think his speed is very underrated. I think the 40 time had a lot uh, to do with him not being able to practice coming out of a three-point stance because he had the broken wrist from the senior bowl. So I don't think it's too fair to use that 4-5-7 as, what are we looking at? As his, um, his official speed, because I think he plays a lot faster. Um, as far as his shiftiness, his lateral movement, I think the the strengths that he has fits the wide zone scheme far better. And what you really do want from running back in this system is when he get when he gets the handoff to the ball, he needs to read the linebackers. He also needs to influence the linebackers on which hole to go to. And in this offensive scheme, he's really got three holes that he can hit. And the idea is that you don't Stop want to be it, running. Stop it, DJ. Stop it, DJ. Stop it. Damn, damn, damn. You know people's mamas are listening to this. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'll give you guys a minute. <laughs> Too many holes for you, BJ. He just couldn't, couldn't resist it. BJ's <laughs> all over the shocker, isn't he? He was like, three holes? Wait, I don't know what to do. Three holes? I got one, I got two. What's the I'm third hole? Here. I'm trying to run this over here. I'm not even looking at PJ, and I can just hear him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the idea is you don't want to meet a linebacker in the hole. Really, in this this scheme, is you really want to influence them out of the hole. And God, I just feel like I'm going to say something wrong any moment. (laughs) (laughs) Can't get away. Penetrating. That's my job. Just blame it on me. (laughs) So. Gotta be so All right. careful about you, dude. He's just waiting. He's lurking around every turn, man. <laughs> around my turn. Um, all right. In all seriousness, he's a one-cut runner, yeah. and I think that he he reads defense as well. He's got really good contact balance, and the acceleration that he goes from gear one, two, and three, I think it's very underrated. And I do think he has. Long speed. Now, not he's not a burner, but I think his speed is very underrated. I did watch some film of him playing special teams. And, I mean, the guy plays like a downhill linebacker in special teams, and he's one of the first guys to get to the ball carrier out of everybody. And this is in college, but, I mean, he shows he's got long speed in, in the film that I've watched. Um, so overall, I, I think he's a perfect running back for this system, and his lateral agility isn't something that I'm as concerned with, given you want a one-cut running back. And Chase Brown is a good example. There's a speed back that doesn't have a lot of wiggle, but, man, when he plants that foot and he hits that hole, PJ, you're not going to jump in on that one? <laughs> 
you was waiting though. I'm waiting for you on that one. Um, you know, he was a perfect wide zone running back in the draft, and I thought he was a good fit for the Bears. But, uh, you know, Roshan, with his size, his catching ability, his pass blocking, being a one-cut runner, I, I, have, I have very little concerns. However, I do think it is going to be a running back by committee. I think guys are going to have roles. Roshan's going to play heavy on special teams. So as much as I think he's got the talent to be the number one back, I think his um, snaps are going to be limited because he's going to play. Basically, you'll be like a four-phase special teamer. Well said. Yeah, well said. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sad now, you man. You navigated that well at the end. <laughs> I, I'm sad now because you said you said something about going into the hole, J2K, and, and my girlfriend would have laughed and giggled with that, but she's not here anymore, so I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness you guys are I'm sorry to hear about your girlfriend not being there though. Well, it's because you said who believes this man and she believed you damn it no <laughs> <laughs> I told you there's only four of us that, that knew you were telling the truth and it was happened. two of them happened to be my girlfriend so damn. <laughs> oh let's see I think that's all right, we're getting at it. we're getting at the close to the to the end of this show here, guys. I think three and a half hours is pretty good. I thought huh? it was a more yeah. question. More questions? Uh, well, Foster put every single fucking question in the star category, and most of them were retro, make, making fun of us all. So <laughs> I had to remove all those. <laughs> so we could do shout outs, and I'll just throw all retros comments up in a row. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> I like what Mo Beerman here says, though. Uh, too bad they don't release the ref schedules as well. <laughs> That's the one I was looking for, man, because that'll change every game we pick. No shit, especially that Raiders game. Uh, <laughs> You're going to be stuck on that Raiders game all year, aren't you? Yeah. I thought. Oh, uh, I saw a good question. What position outside of defensive end are we most worried about? That's a good question. Center, because I don't know who's going to be fucking healthy in week eight. Mm-hmm. Yes, Senator uh, Whitehair, his, he has the experience that I know that they're banking on, but his physical abilities have been falling off a cliff the last you know, uh, couple years. What up, Cliff and Mr. Meatloaf? Um, and, you know, Patrick, he can't stay on the goddamn field. You know, first he hurts his toe or his pinky, then he hurts his pinky or his toe or whatever the hell. But his extremities are very good. His nose. He needs to, you know, tape up some toes and fingers to the next one or something. So you can't guarantee or rely on him being on the field. So I mean, it's just center is a suspect position to me. I was at Nickelback. Mm-hmm. I mean, although they got mm. Gordon penciled in there, I thought Gordon played better as a outside corner as opposed to a Nickelback. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go anywhere on the offensive line. I think we're one injury in the offensive line from uh, kind of being in a little bit of a mess, and we're two injuries away from guys that have never started being starters. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. I agree with you on that. How do, how do you feel? Do you think we're set at wide receiver? Yes. Oh yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. I think offense, definitely offensive line and, you know, 
some some little more depth, like you said. I'm I'm still worried about Tevin Jenkins. Right. Um, um, and then probably defense. I mean, obviously, obviously, other than defensive line, would have to be. Uh, I guess Nickelback or like additional linebacker help. Yeah, because I think, uh, like you guys say about the offensive line being one injury away, but being in, being in trouble. Same with with the uh, linebackers. I mean, we have probably what Sewell, if he's not starting, him or Sanborn, that would be our only reliable. Yeah, that that we're aware of. That we're yeah. aware of. Yeah. That we're aware of. Yeah, I agree. That on right. That on right. And then not to ignore our buddy Cliff, but to play to play devil's advocate. Sorry, we, we're taking your question last, Cliff. We say that we saved the best for last. To play devil's advocate, what do the Bears do if they still stick? And I say they they start making meatloaves at midnight. <laughs> and vacuum in their fucking lawn. <laughs> I think you have to actually look at what makes them stink, yep. because. Exactly. Because, like we we're saying, our only no, I mean, the, the most noticeable glaring hole right now is defensive end. And outside of that, you know, we should be competent. And if we stinking, that means we are having problems at more than just defensive end. Mm -hmm. I agree. Because I think, you know, our coaching staff, I think, is pretty competent. Uh, I think Pose did a good job of putting this team together. So, uh, I think we're in a good position to have above 500 record, even if we don't have an elite pass rush. I think if we have a good pass rush. We're really close to 12 wins. So I don't know. I, I just think that we uh, we'd be all right. Um, like, like Jake came saying, you know, we're one two injuries away from you know, fighting for another top 10 draft pick, you know, from our own pick. And if we do suck, I mean, all right, you know, it's not a huge deal as long as we can see um, the competitive spirit and the upper end of the high side and potential of these younger um, last year rookies and these rookies, that there is an upside to them that we can see, oh, yeah, these – these kids are ascending. They just need more time together. And if, you know, we have a um, losing record because of that, you know, it won't be happy or, you know, we won't be satisfied, but it won't be for not as in us like, oh, these picks all sucked. You know, they don't fit. They shouldn't be in NFL. But either way, if we do suck and look good or suck and look bad, you know, we got those two first round picks next year so they can turn stuff around real quick. Mm -hmm. Well said. Foster, do you want to go before I answer? <laughs> I just I just want to say this, man. This is the least worried I've been. I've been I'm worried almost every season going into the season, except for, you know, 84, 85, you know, all those years in there. And then again, 2006, 7, 8, 9, 10. What I'm worried I have not been this not worried with having a losing team the year behind me, I've never, this has never happened. I'm just, I'm not, that's even in the draft, man. I started looking at UDFA six and seventh, fifth, sixth and seventh rounders right away. Cause I'm like, I don't have to do this shit. Poles has got it covered. PGT. Mm -hmm. 
and he did. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not as worried as a lot of people are, man. Um, and no matter what happens this season, if, if we get seven wins, six, seven wins, I'll be I'll be okay with it. I won't be happy, but I'll be okay with it because I know there's a process that we have to go through so that we have good frontline talent, the best quality depth we can get. Ain't going to happen in one year. It ain't going to happen in two. It usually takes four or five, and he'll be able to pull it off in three. So I am not as worried as a lot of people are about the Bears, man. Right. That's all I got with that, dude. Final, I just final to say, thoughts before we wrap it up. I to the girls in Wisconsin. Love my family and my kids. I love you guys. And if you're lucky, you'll see me again. Wait, no, if I'm lucky, I'll see you next week. You doing your shots out already? Uh, uh, first? I was going to answer that question. Thank you. Real yeah. Quick. Um, yeah, I'm in agreement with you guys. I think without knowing why they stink, it's hard to answer the question. But if we just kind of skip that part, next year we got two first-round picks. We've got um, plenty of cap space. Um, I think we've got plenty – plenty of opportunities to fix whatever it was that broke. So I'm optimistic and I'm with Foster on being very optimistic about this coming season and the future. Can I, can, I, I I'm trying to go on and on, but Shorty, can I ask a question in regards to that uh, question right there? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What, what's your question? Just give me. Is there a position outside of defensive end? Do you think we didn't do a good good enough job of addressing this offseason? No. I think that's a that's a no for me. Let's but make make that a one word answer, everybody. No, we could have done no, no. We we we've done what we could, man. Yeah. No. Yeah. What about you, J2K? I fucking J2K. Fucking yes or no, J2K. <laughs> this is not a yes or no answer. I, I'm just going to say yes. If we're not going to get into the details, I'm going to leave it at a yes. Say, I do yes. Think we're... say yes in the position. Yes in a position? Yeah. Um, yes in defensive tackle. I kn- don't want me to explain. <laughs> yeah, you can explain. Go ahead. All yeah, right. So really seconds. quick. I know we got Billingsley, and I know Walker can play inside at the three, and we drafted um, Dexter, and we drafted Pickens. I think that is a good group of rotational guys. I still don't think that we got that Jalen Carter or – um, Draymond Jones or, you know, pick one of the top defensive um, tackles, three techs out there that would really be the engine. Can Dexter be that guy? Can Pickens be that guy? Maybe. But right now, we've just got a bunch of rotational guys. And it won't be until towards the end of the season that the rookies actually start playing as well as they could. Alright. Now let me give me uh, 60 seconds there, uh, you got it. Yeah, that's this is your final your final say, PJ. Okay, I I say we didn't do a good enough job of addressing offensive tackle as a backup. We got uh, we have uh, 
Leatherwood and Borum. And I'm not totally happy with those being our only options at uh, backup offensive tackle. I think if one of those starters goes down, we may be in real problems. I think the other parts of the offensive line are pretty solid as far as options goes. But with those, with those two, I'm concerned. Um, just to maybe ease yourself a little bit, first of all, what up to see up? You know, the mate, that fucking wanker, join us there from the other side of the pond. But as far as the offensive line, don't forget that we signed um, the, the four-year starter from Notre Dame, who was a right guard. And then we got the six-foot eight, six-foot-nine uh, Mets from Cincinnati, who was a starter there. Then the um, Pittsburgh, the nasty right tackle who was out last season because of injury, he was brought in as well as the big left tackle um, African kid, developmental. So there are bodies in that position, none that I would say, yes, are starter quality right now, but a lot of development going on in those positions. All right, excellent. Well said. Let's wrap this show up, guys. Excellent show. Seriously, thank all of you for joining us in chat tonight. Let's let's give everybody around here from chat. Who do we got in here, man? We got Leo, we got Cliff, we got we've got Doug Van Dorn. Thank you, Doug. Walter Besky, thank you for watching. How's that shoulder, Doug? Squeegee, Joe Treviso. What up, Greg? Uh, who else is in here? We gotta go up from earlier. Swifty Cortez, Eric Sullivan. Eric Sullivan, yes, Cortez, Swifty, of course. Joe Treviso. Mr. Mayhem. Mr. Fucking Mayhem. Mr. Mayhem. Cliff, of course, my man, Cliff Victoria. Cliff Victoria. brought the boys. Thank you again, gentlemen, everybody, for coming over. Jeremy Munoz, thank you for joining us, man. Walter Desky. Bink the DJ. Yep. We got to look because we got, there was like three or four names that I. Chris Watts. Chris Watts, my man. Great tyranny. Yes. Eric Sullivan done a great job in chat tonight. Eric Sullivan, yes. Thank you, guys. Everybody, we love you guys, man. You guys are what makes us go. I don't know who that Foster Covers is in the chat, but he needs to get out of there. And then, of course, always got to give a shout-out to the Swift Sports Network. Yep. Yes, yes, Absolutely. definitely Swift. Don't do not touch the the chat anymore, Foster. <laughs> I need it. I need it to not be up while I sign this off. Yes, of course. Thank you to Swifty. Swifty, you know you are the man, and um, appreciate you letting us come on your show tonight. Appreciate you coming on in here with us in chat, bringing your your crew with you again. Much love, and um, until next time, guys. We'll see you guys next Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And I just got one question for you guys. You know what BCP? You just messed up my whole vibe watching y'all. You're too old to have a fucking vibe. <laughs> He's going to give his three-hole punch right now. <laughs> 
Well said. Awesome <laughs> guys in the chat. You guys are the fucking best in the chat. Absolutely, yeah. man. Love you guys so much. Make sure you like, subscribe, tell your friends. We'll be here every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on BCT, BCP. Until next week, we will see you later. Good night. <laughs>